All right. I've run out of patience. On to Ruth! Hey, everyone. Hey everyone and welcome to the Nerd Room where we talk all things comics and movies. This is episode number 13. We're discussing the Civil War trailer and comic book stories we'd like to see on film. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Sanjay. And I'm Troy. Welcome to episode 13, The Last Crusade. For Sanjay. <laughs> <laughs> For a few weeks. <laughs> yes, I am taking a hiatus after this and... Uh... Me and my wife are babying up, and uh, so you'll see me next time. I'll be a father and wiser, smarter. And more prob- tired. Yeah, I was going to say a lot more tired. <laughs> so if I'm asleep in the next podcast, you guys will know why. <laughs> Song logs. <laughs> you, have to, you have to say, you know, I got Batman vs. Superman to watch here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> in the delivery room, we have one TV. And... <laughs> yeah, you got to get through Daredevil, too. Yeah. Uh, next week. Yeah. I still got to get through Daredevil season one. <laughs> and Jessica Jones. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I don't know if you go to that. Agent Carter. <laughs> and Gotham. To be fair, you have lots of a time. <laughs> and Arrow. And Flash. And Supergirl. Yeah. And Gotham. DC. What's yeah. the other one? DC. Uh, oh, Legends of Tomorrow. Of Tomorrow. Yep. Pretty much every TV show. <laughs> well, you <laughs> but know, I digress. Lots of time. Yes, yeah. yes. So. Well, in your, in your free time bleeding into all this, what have you been reading these days, comics? Well, you know, I have been reading a lot. Uh, I just got caught up in Green Lantern, and, you know, they've been okay. Um, I really liked the initial run with Jeff Johns when they started New 52. That was an excellent run. This new run's okay. Um, really selling it here. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, it's fine. Like I don't hate it or anything, but it's just I'm just ready for something a little bit different. Um, I also read a book, Justice League of America number zero. This was the reboot from the early 2000s, and the whole issue is just pretty much Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, the Trinity, and it shows them throughout the years, all drawn in different styles. Really cool concept. Really great book, especially with a uh, little movie coming out, Batman vs Superman. Looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 You know, I was wondering, you know, we know who the DC Trinity is. Who's the Marvel Trinity? Thor, Iron Man, Cap. No way. No Spider-Man? Well. It depends what you're talking about. Like, Avengers Trinity is. It's it's the big three, Thor, Cap, Iron Man. But um, I I think the biggest is it's it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the the big honcho over there in Marvel. But for a big three outside of uh, what Tim was mentioning, I don't don't really know what else you would. Like, the the Marvel Trinity, you know, Spider-Man has to be in there. This is all Marvel comics. I think if we go to the 90s, it'd be probably Spider-Man, Wolverine, and you'd maybe throw Hulk in there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. This it's, time, you know, Deadpool might make it in. Yeah, maybe this yeah. time next year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Trinity, Deadpool, and uh, Kitty Pride and uh, Colossus. <laughs> Kitty Pride. <laughs> Just throwing out names, all right? <laughs> Tired. <laughs> what have you been reading, Dry? Yeah, I've been doing Amazing Spider-Man, Daredevil, a little bit of Extraordinary X-Men, Invincible Iron Man, Batman, Scott Snyder Run, Justice League, Dark Side War... Uh, Grayson, uh, or just Grayson, sorry, the Agent series, and um, Star Wars, Darth Vader. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Crushing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah huge list, man. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot going on, but you know what, Marvel, I've said it before, after this whole um, Civil War, or Secret War, 
arc that went on, right? We're now going into the all new, all different. It's just been phenomenal. Like every run has been great. Yeah. I'm loving mm-hmm. everything. So yeah, I've been yeah, I've been yeah. slowly adding books week by week. So yeah, I'm reading yeah. right now Guardians, Iron Man, the all new, all different Avengers. Nice. And I just added in Sam Wilson. Captain America. America. Yeah, nice, so nice. I've been picking those up kind of periodically. I just grab one issue and see you know, if I like it. Mm-hmm. And I just picked up this week uh, Star Lord as well. Cool. Um, cool. And then that supplements all the Star Wars stuff that, that I'm reading as well. Yeah. Nice. So, and recently too, they, they did a uh, Civil War prelude comic. So it was a four issue prelude comic. And now the, the, the ones, you, the hard copies you could get were only uh, retellings basically in the comic series of Iron Man 3 and uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. But they put out one on the internet in their Infinite Comics comic series. Okay. Which essentially, you can only get it online. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you read it in the app, it's actually pretty cool because the, the word boxes and all that come up. And um, but it leads directly into Civil War, so it's a, a new, new, slightly new story yeah. that is essentially you know you can tell where Civil War is going to start, cool, um, relative to the trailer and that, and it's just kind of a, a small story, just chronicling a little bit of four characters. I won't spoil anything. Four characters coming out of uh, Winter Soldier okay. and leading into Civil War. Interesting. Kind of skipping cool. age. That's similar something. to like what DC's doing right now with yes. um, Batman v Superman because there's a Lex little prelude comic. Yeah. Um, there's a Superman one. Yeah. And then there's, uh, was it the Senator? There's, yeah, there's... Holly Hunter's yeah. Senator, Batman, and I think, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it, yeah. Cool. cool. So no, no, uh, the lowest one, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right, the lowest one. The Superman one was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. It's pretty yeah. interesting showing how Superman, you know, he interferes in you know if there's a natural disaster or something like that he'll yeah. help out but if there's a war going on he kind of backs away yeah, he tries to stay away from yeah that. and that makes the u.s government a little bit nervous so yeah. it's a cool concept i hope they play with that a little bit in the movie mm-hmm. definitely so these these considered canon these ones yes in, yeah. in yeah. the movie cinematic universe yeah. yeah awesome i like those little supplemental stories that we're getting from the different movies because it's, it's that one step above like you're kind of going in with a little bit extra yeah. knowledge sometimes there's not a lot of exposition in movies and this sometimes takes time to tie up loose ends or mm-hmm. address things that maybe fans have been saying you know why is this happening exactly. and why is that happening yeah sort of thing. exactly so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Which is a big thing too, because the Man of Steel had a prelude comic as well with Supergirl. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. So, that's right. Right. And yeah. we, we still have yet to discover what happened with her pod. Yeah. Because you see it in the movie, it's open, but we don't know where um, Supergirl went. She went to CBS. Yeah. Wednesdays yeah. at <laughs> seven. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, so the I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but the Captain America. Sam Wilson storyline. So yeah. the seventh issue, mm-hmm. I believe it's seventh issue, um, is kind of when they're celebrating the 75th anniversary of Captain America. Okay. And Joss Whedon is doing an eight-page uh, story oh, inside of it. Nice. Oh, kind of nice. Of, it's going back to the World War II days and stuff like that. Cool. So he's coming back finally to Marvel cool. to write a Cap story. So he's never written a Cap comic story. Right. Himself yeah. and John Cassidy, which is also writing this, uh, wrote quite a long arc on Astonishing X-Men. Yeah, yeah, back. Gifted. Yeah. Yeah. So they're coming oh. back to that. They're writing a small story of Cap. Cool. Um, and that drops March 30th. So look out for nice. that. It's going to be awesome. Fun. That's one of the reasons I jump right into the, the Sam Wilson Cap. That was all my list of to-dos, but uh, seeing that, I'm, I'm a bit more inclined. Like, ah, let's see what uh, Joss Whedon has to, nice. has to write. You know, he's written Cap in, in cinematic form, and yeah. I'll see what he does with him in comic form. love to see that. That's I'll check awesome. that out for sure. You know, yeah. for all the negative stuff about reboots, you know, one of the cool things is, you know, issue one, issue two, issue three, you can jump on and get caught up instantly. You know, that's one of the things that I think is underrated. I mean, you guys were saying you're trying out different stories mm-hmm. that you probably wouldn't have read before. So, you I mean, reboots work. I mean, they get you to try new things, and some things stick, some things don't. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably part of the reason why they sell so much better and uh, why companies are doing it more and more these days. 
Absolutely. At least give the appearance that you can jump into it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a little difficult? Like if I try to jump into, I don't know, say like a Iron Man, would I be completely lost or? Um, I think you'd get the gist of the story. I think anyone would get the gist of the story. We spoke about this a bit before. It's it's just some of the references they make that maybe give the story a bit. It rounds it out a bit more. Yeah, you you're not going to get those. Yeah. Some of yeah. those are from arcs that are like two years old. Yeah, and so it's it's hard. I think it is some of the stuff's appropriate. Like the Cap Sam Wilson mm-hmm. is pretty good because this is you know it wasn't too long ago that he became Captain America. And I think some of that you can get jump into, but yeah. mm-hmm. the only all different, it, it, you'd be a bit confused as to why certain heroes are in certain places, yeah. but at the same time, they're kind of reassembling. So you do kind of get that sense of, you know, this is something new, new story, new, new Avengers team. So, yeah. All right. So moving on into some other news, I don't know if you guys read the interview with writer of Batman vs Superman and Justice League part one, Chris Terrio. I heard a little bit about it. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So I'll read you some highlights. Pretty interesting stuff. I highly recommend you check it out. Now, this guy wrote Argo. I think he won an Oscar for screenplay. Really brilliant dude. I'm super jacked. Just reading some of these comments just makes me even more excited for the movie. So he says, Batman v Superman is a bit of an Empire Strikes Back or Two Towers <laughs> or any similar middle film in a trilogy. He says, the middle film tends to be the darkest one. I do think from Man of Steel through Justice League... Now, he's referring to part one because he hasn't confirmed he's writing part two. It is one saga, really. I expect Justice League will be tonally not quite as dark as Batman v Superman. Thoughts on that initial statement? It's pretty bold to compare <laughs> the Batman versus Superman. Out of the gates, you know, yeah. maybe it will be. Yeah. But pretty bold to compare it to one of the best second films yeah. in a trilogy of all time. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I, yeah, I don't think he's saying, like, in terms of quality, that's yet to be decided. Right. I think he's just saying in terms of it being the darkest one. Right, the tone. Yeah. Right. Okay. And yeah. definitely in trilogies, the second one, I think, is normally the best. For sure. Like, Toy Story 2 was so dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story 3, when they're going into the incinerator and they're holding hands. I didn't see a dry eye in the house. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it following that formula, you do see that. Like, just take, we're going to talk about the Civil War trailer here. Mm-hmm. But that whole franchise, the Captain America trilogy itself, it really took a shift in Winter Soldier. You know, the initial one, it was quite good, but it wasn't really dark, right? It yeah. was very comic book-esque. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it pulled a lot from the source material there. Winter Soldier did the same, but it was a lot darker, a lot, you know, a bigger twist on Captain America that, you know, maybe you weren't really expecting at the start of the movie, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of alludes to the similar as far as being the middle film in a saga or a series, right? Yeah. Totally. I mean, I really dig the darkness, especially with Zack Snyder at the helm. You know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. I loved Watchmen. You know, yes. we've talked about this before. Definitely. I'm a huge Zack Snyder fan. You either, I think you either get him or you don't. Yeah. And so in terms of that, in terms of it being dark, I fully expect it to be awesome. Yeah. He then goes on to say, <clears throat> got to shuffle my notes here. <laughs> For Batman v Superman, I wanted to really dig into everything from ideas about American power to the structure of revenge tragedies to the huge canon of DC Comics to Amazon mythology. Mm. For Justice League, I could be reading in the same day about red and blue shifts in physics. Um, I was looking at this word. Yeah. (laughs) Diodorus of Sicily and his account of the war between Amazons and Atlanteans or deep-sea biology, and what kind of life, plausibly, might be in the Mariana Trench. If you told me the most rigorous, dragmaturgical... 
I think that's what he said. You can tell why I'm not a writer now. An intellectual product of my life would be superhero movies. I would say you were crazy. So just hearing that, I mean, it seems like this guy really gets it. Like he's really delving deep into the story. You know, he's not just some guy who's like, I'm. This is my version of Superman. Yeah. And he's gonna write like a Christopher Reeve story or something right. like that. You know, not saying that that's bad, but I'm just glad you know he seems to be moving on from that mm-hmm. and into something more modern and you know reading about the flash and physics and yeah. amazon mythology yeah. and atlantean mythology i mean he specs the source material right absolutely yeah. this is gonna be awesome yeah like, has me excited yeah i mean i mean not that we need any more excitement but reading this are you guys a little bit more excited for justice league part one or you guys still a wait and see approach to see if this thing even gets made. I'm I'm running the wait and see right now. I think it's going to get made for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But as far as my excitement level, I'm going to let Batman vs Superman drive that a bit. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And if coming out the other end of it, you know, I, I've seen something special here. I'm seeing something that I want to continue to go back and watch, and I want to see these characters. I want to see how their stories develop, how they mm-hmm. de- evolve as characters. You know, I think that will hype my excitement more than hearing the writer say, you know, he's been doing all this research. You know, that's mm-hmm. all fine, but let's yeah. see what it looks like on screen. There's one thing mm-hmm. to write a good script. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. another way to take that script and dissect it into a movie and, you know, translate that that written word into something that's really good. You know, because yeah. you, you have that, you have the dialogue, and you have to fit the visual, especially with movies like this, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. that are so visually demanding. Yeah, I'm going to say Justice League, he's writing the whole thing in Justice League. In Batman vs. Superman, we had uh, David Goyer write some of that. And David Goyer's hit or miss for me. Like, he wrote the Dark Knight trilogy, but he also wrote Ghost Rider. So, <laughs> you know, like, he can either go either way. So, yeah. you know, I'm really excited to see, you know, Chris Terrio's entire movie. And, you know, I'm thinking about this. I think they should almost just drop the part one and part two business and just call it Justice League and then the Justice League 2, the sequel. What do you guys think? I mean, part one, part two, those things haven't really worked out. If you look at Hunger Games or... The Hobbit got turned into three movies. Yeah. It seems to be a new trend. Yeah, it I think works it, for money-wise, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. For the box office, it works. But for story, it's a little different. Like, Harry Potter worked really well. Right? Yeah. The last, the last two films. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one you said? Um, Not Hunger Games. The one before you were talking about. Uh, the Hobbit. The Hobbit, that, yeah. That worked out as well, right? Yeah. It depends, though. If you have one story to tell, then, you know, just tell it in one movie. Mm. But yeah. If, if that's it, then, then that's it. What, what would you say, Tim? I, I think that it's more the part one, part two is to give the audience the feel and the idea that it's a continuity of movie. You know, you have these movies like Winter Soldier and Civil War. They're within the same trilogy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're within the same franchise, but they're told at different points in time. Where right. I think one and two is trying to say, you know, one happens and then two's happening right after. Yeah. You know, I may be wrong in that, but you take a look at Back to the Future Part 2 and 3. Yeah. They're one right after another. That's true. Right? Yeah. And so I think this is, you know, we can't tell this in less than four and a half hours or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So we need to split this into two movies. Sometimes it's a money grab, like I would say Hunger Games was. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. You could have told that. And I think The Hobbit as well, you probably could have told in two movies. Two movies for as sure. As opposed to three. Yeah. But this is probably, we can't tell this in one single movie. We have yeah. to break it up. And I think it's just a hype thing too, right? For sure. Yeah. It's, you know, we're building off. So you might get a couple days separating the two movies in the cinematic yeah. timeline mm-hmm. as opposed to, say, a year or two or whatever. Right, yeah. right. It depends on how they execute it too because sometimes there's too much build up, right? So for Hunger Games, I think the yeah. first one was all set up and yeah. then the last one was just all action. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a really good balance at all. No, right? I agree. You know, you bring up an interesting point about these things, you know, one after another. He also said, I don't know if he said this or who said it, but uh, the Flash and Aquaman solo movies are not going to be origin stories. They're, in fact, going to continue the narrative of this one long arc that DC's putting out. Do you think that's a good move not to give us an origin story of two of the biggest members of the Justice League? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we have Flash in the TV series already. Right. Everybody knows his, his origin for the most part. Yeah. And origin stories are overdone now. Everybody yeah. has an origin story. So now it's just good to just jump right into it. We know who the Flash is. He's the fastest man alive and just get right into it. Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of the comic book movies are doing this now. Even the Marvel Cinematic Universe seems to be shying away a bit from these origin stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Introducing their characters in other movies. Yeah. You know, other uh, Black Panther so yeah, I think and, his movie's not going to be an origin story they announced as well. No, it's just going to take off out of Civil War. Exactly. So you're going to get some backstory in Civil War. You'll probably get a little more backstory in the Black Panther movie, but mm -hmm. it's going to be driving forward. And I think that's when you get with Aquaman, with Flash, and all those is you're going to get some sense of where they're from, and then in their own or their own movies, you're yeah. going to get again some retelling of the backstory. Same yeah. thing they're going to do with Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. They're going to introduce him here. Hey, this is him. You already know his origin story. Yeah. We're going to drive forward with this character in his mm -hmm. own movie using the continuity that we've built in this exactly. this single standalone that's or your group movie or whatever yeah right yeah. they're doing with batman already right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. So. you don't need an origin yeah no we've already seen enough all right yeah. so moving on to the next bit of dc news <laughs> back with the paper <laughs> <laughs> i'm ken brockman um so recently got announced or not announced but leaked uh dc rejected a batman 89 comic it was something similar to batman 66 so this Batman 89 comic would have continued right after Batman Returns in the Burdenverse. So, um, would you guys read that? Yeah, well, it's interesting because I'd like to know, would that lead into the Schumacher? Would that lead into Batman Forever? Because they're the same universe, those movies, right? No. Um, so, this one here was actually going to just take over. So, Billy D. Williams, actually, there's concept art of him as Two-Face. That's right. Okay. I yeah. remember that. Before yeah. he was Two-Face. So, like ignoring yeah. the Schumacher Yeah, universe. this ignores Schumacher's universe oh, okay. and just continues as if Burton would have done his trilogy. Cool. Like, originally planned. Well, that definitely has been interesting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, I would have read that as well. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they have a little affinity for that those movies because they're yeah. kind of the first superhero comic book movies that i remember watching as a yeah. kid yeah and to see them i'm wondering if they would go back and say you know we had originally planned x to be the riddler so we're going to use yeah. a likeness of someone right cool yeah, yeah. You know, uh yeah actually one of the people that they had i think for poison ivy was an actress at the time and they did the concept art as her as poison ivy Oh, cool. Yeah, so oh, definitely right. that would have been awesome, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that would have been neat. I really like that tone of that movie because up until then, I mean, I was too young to read Frank Miller's Dark Knight, so all yeah. I knew was the boom, pow, <laughs> you know, egghead Batman. So, um, yeah. yeah, my first introduction to the 89 Batman was, was so cool, and to read that comic, continuing the story, would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Is there any reason why they've canceled it, do you know? Or is it was it like, we don't want people to get confused? Uh, they didn't really say, but, they, you know, probably because they're trying to bring out this, you know, Ben Affleck Batman. Right. So they don't want people to get confused and think Michael Keaton's Batman now or, you know. Right. So I, I just noticed I say, you know, a lot. Uh, <laughs> every time I drink, every time I say, you know, you guys got to take a drink out there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so speaking of these, um, would you like to see any other movie or TV show universe continue in comic book form? Some of the ones I would like to see would have been Sam Raimi, Spider-Man, continue after Spider-Man 3 see the redemption there yeah and uh, I, I would love to see batman robin continue after that in the schumacher verse oh boy <laughs> <laughs> the neon lights and just see where he takes it i would have loved that two-hour toy commercials i love those. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other franchise you'd like to bring back from the brink of death and continue on you know, I don't know. Maybe the Spider-Man, maybe a little. But a lot of these died because the narrative was just crap. Yeah. And yeah. they had kind of run their course yeah. as yeah. far as the film and the story. 
but you know it's you know could they go back and do what ifs yeah you know what if spider-man 3 was actually good what would have happened to the universe yeah, after, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, what if venom was you know a character that they took and didn't kill off in that mm-hmm. or whatever they did to him yeah uh, you know so maybe it would be kind of fun if they they kind of stuck around but i could see them doing this if all of a sudden you know all of our franchises are dying at the yeah. film or we need something to pump out comics or even doing like this Marvel infinite comics where we have these one-offs or one shots of, you mm-hmm. know, this is what happened to venom post whatever. But then you're into like a whole mirror of rights issues. Yeah. And yeah. All that kind of that's stuff. True so too. it might be difficult to produce something like that. Maybe yeah. that's why they didn't do it. Then they would have to pay burn too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, blade two, if we could scrap blade three and yeah. go from blade two and, and make a little comic series, then, that would have been kind of cool. And like we were, like we were talking before we started recording, um, the 90s cartoon Spider-Man. Yes. Right? Like, what happened to Mary Jane? So it would have been really yeah, cool. Yeah, after Secret Wars? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Make it happen. That would have been awesome. Well, we're yeah. seeing that already because there's the X-Men 92 comic, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, that's continuing true. on that, yeah. that same style, the storylines. I'm not sure if it picks up on the same storylines or not, but it's the same style yeah. like, and all that. Yeah. So that's true. There is potential for these there things to, to yeah. take yeah, off, Yeah, because right? they, they made another spinoff show called like Spider-Man Unlimited or something. And it, it was meant to be connected, but it wasn't, like, direct. So, oh, okay. And Spider-Man goes to space, and it's just nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Fights a T-Rex or Yeah, something. fights a, a T-Rex with a symbiote suit. Oh, that. man, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, moving into something that's not really comic book related, but has potential to impact us in a big way. So, you know, we're big theater goers. Mm-hmm. We love cinema. Part of the experience of watching a movie is watching it with other people. Yes, People that you don't even know, but you just connect to a said movie. So speaking of that, um, just heard this in the news recently. It's breaking. It's red hot. It's burning up my paper. Uh, <laughs> so there's this box you can buy, or it's still in the developmental stages, so we don't know where it's at. What movie is going to be the first one to come out with this? We don't know. But you pay 150 bucks, you buy this box, and then every time there's a new release movie, you pay $50, and you get the movie for 48 hours, and you can watch it at home. 50 bucks per movie? Per movie. Yeah. Is this the death of the cinema? Is this like sanctioned by... <laughs> yeah, the theaters are, you know, getting back this. Yeah, really? Spielberg's yeah. backing it. J.J. Abrams is backing it. Yeah. Um, there's what? A couple, yeah, there's, there's a couple real? big guys in Hollywood that are backing this box. That seems mental that yeah. these guys are... Right? I don't know if they're hopping on this because maybe they see that movie theaters are going to people's homes. So maybe they're trying to be the first ones to hop on this box. The Netflix yeah. thing, right? The Netflix thing, right? So I don't know. I mean, movie theaters have so much to compete against now, right? Before yeah. it used to be movie theaters against movie theaters. Now it's YouTube, it's comic books, it's it's Netflix, it's cable, it's it's everything they have to yeah. compete against. I'm surprised that guys like that, because, you know, they shoot these movies and film these movies yep. a particular way, I think, or I would, I would hope, that for the theater experience, the mm-hmm. big screens, the big effects, the sound, right? Yeah. Yep. And so you're starting to watch these, these movies off. You know, not everyone's got a home theater system exactly. with fantastic yeah. surround sound right. with, you know, the 1080 or 4K or whatever yeah, yeah, viewing. Projector. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're going to have people watching these on, you know, 40-inch TVs yeah. with, you know, just the TV sound. Like, you're not going to get that same experience. No, not what yeah, these... Not like, people put time, effort, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hours into making sure every single sound, you know, is right, is timed, is, you know, it's it's tweaked so you can hear it over top of things. Yeah. Um, but I think it's all... A, it's it's an experience. Yeah. And Absolutely. And I think you're, you're ruining that experience with this thing. Like, yeah, sure, if you want to watch a comedy or something like that, yeah. 50 bucks is about what you'd pay in the theater. Yeah. About time yeah. To popcorn right. and stuff. But for some of these movies that require a theater-going experience, you don't shoot a movie in IMAX to watch it on your small <laughs> right, screen right, at home, right? right? Exactly. But does it matter? I mean, look at something like Netflix, where yeah. it just came and it destroyed the yeah. home 
home rental system yeah. or the home rental industry. Oh yeah, shut it down. Absolutely. Yeah. If this thing gets released, I'm seeing five, six years from now, theaters are going to go the way of Blockbuster. That's scary. Oh, you but you know, so? I kind of yeah. see it too. I mean, I'm kind of 50-50. I'm more of a theatrical guy. But at the same time, when you have big families out there, right? 50 bucks to watch uh, Zootopia. True. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah that's true. That's, yeah, because that, I guess huge. if you're thinking, you're taking kids, you're into 100 plus bucks yeah. for yeah. a night out or yeah. to watch a movie. Yeah. So some of this, yeah, maybe more economic. I don't know, will they do limited things certain movies will be out maybe they'll cater it more towards families or i, I don't know because this starts to put a dent into box office the weekend box oh, office for sure. absolutely because yeah. instead of buying you know 10 tickets like if there's a movie coming out you're gonna call up all your buddies and say yep. hey i just paid the 50 bucks yeah. everyone chipping five bucks right, exactly yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and, that's a good yeah. point you know what's to stop bars from doing this or i guess maybe the sound in that but you know what you know you could do anything with this right yeah. you can yeah. have 30 people in your house to watch star wars the first night yeah. and they, yeah. no ticket sales i don't know i find it hard that those guys are backing this i know and maybe it's more of a studio thing that we'll be fighting against this because they're they're the ones that, and the theaters, I guess, that yeah. are at risk of losing the most money. For sure. Because, like, when a movie goes into theaters, the studio takes, I think, of the first weekend, they take the majority of the money. Oh, and yeah. then it's a subsequent follow on weekends that the theaters actually start making money, making profit, right? Exactly. So yeah. The first weekend is all like Skittles and popcorn yeah. and soft drinks, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I find this really hard to believe that there's more than just, you know, kind of fans backing this. I know. Like, and yeah. it's going to kill, like, smaller movies. Well, what's about the little movies that come out, right? What's to stop like a smaller theater chain from paying the fifty bucks, displaying it on their theater, and charging five bucks a ticket, and then making some money? You know, yeah. undercut the big cineplexes and landmarks. Yeah, I don't know. There's, yeah. There will be a mechanism to stop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They won't be able to capitalize off of it. No, no. definitely not. Yeah. But yeah. it's interesting. I'm, I'm not so in favor of it. I'm in no. favor in the sense maybe for particular movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I can't see myself saying, you know, I want to go see Batman vs. Superman or, or Civil War or Star Wars, right? Yeah. I want to see that in theaters. That's I want to absolutely. see it the way it was, it was meant to be exactly. seen. Right? Like, I get both sides, but yeah, I definitely want to go to the theater and see yeah. all these movies. And, you know, the experiences we had as kids, you know, our parents taking us to theaters was the yeah. best. I would never want to, yeah. you know, take that away from my kids. So, yeah, um, yeah it's... I, I, I do see both sides, but I'm I'm all for theaters. Yeah, I mean, you get, when we went to see Star Wars, like people were dressing up, and the atmosphere there—I'll never forget that. You know, to me, that sticks out almost more than the movie. Yeah, which is like the anticipation, the yeah. buzz in the air. Yeah. Everyone was—that's all everyone was there to see. Yeah, the atmosphere, know? right? The lights go down. Yeah, yeah it's just everyone like, cheers. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that's one thing. You know, I hope this thing doesn't catch on because I have a feeling if it does, it's going to kill theaters. Eventually, right? Yeah. It, it will. Yeah. I mean, we as a society, we favor laziness. You know, we're like the people from Wally, where we're just yeah. in the chairs. That's where we're headed. Yeah. This thing, like, are we ever going to leave the house? Uh-huh. I mean, we got your Netflix. You can watch your movie in theaters here. You can order groceries. You can from order Walmart. groceries. You can order whatever Action you want. From yeah. Amazon. yeah. <laughs> are we ever going to leave the house? I mean, this thing, to me, I'm strongly opposed to this. I hope it doesn't catch on. Yeah. You know, whoever's putting this out there, you should be embarrassed and ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you know, give me a call and I'll give you a strong talking to. This is my impassioned plea. If you're out there, and another thing, if you're a person who loves the theater experience, don't buy this product. Show them that you're willing to go to the theaters. You're willing to go outside your house and not be a Wally, Wally guy. Yeah. Don't be a Wally. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a buy. Is it buy and large? I think buy and large back yeah. up. Yeah. So yeah. don't be either of those two. <laughs> 
so one of the fear going experiences, interesting that we're talking about this, yeah. that has gone the way of we're going to call this the box or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yep, is trailers. Oh yes. boy, did we get a trailer this week? Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, what could that be? And trailers are <laughs> something that I used to love going to theaters to watch. Right, you never yeah. knew it was coming out, but now we get them day of. They drop not even in theaters first. Yeah. Out on the internet. Would you have... Okay, so we were talking about Civil War trailer. Yes, we are going to spoil yes. the hell out of the Civil War trailer. <laughs> so if you haven't watched it... There's something and, wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Or you've stuck to your guns. We Unlike applaud my, you. My, yeah, my, I applaud. I'm yeah. so weak. So yeah. I lasted like three minutes. <laughs> I could just see Tim like on the computer like refresh and be like, oh, should I? I don't know. Looks... Oh, there's Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, watch it. <laughs> but it was one of those things like, I sent out a thing on Twitter. I was like, I asked all you guys. I was yeah. like, should I watch it? And, and all you guys were like, no, 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 no. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later, I get all these tweets it was awesome it was amazing i'm like oh crap, oh crap, crap. i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it yeah. should i watch it this huge internal struggle and i've preached preached i'm the biggest hypocrite ever because <laughs> i came so quickly like yeah like unbelievable i'm sitting at my desk at work and i'm just like okay i'm watching it <laughs> but man was it worth it oh absolutely was it worth it? you know this is one thing about trailers would you have paid Say five bucks to watch this in the theater. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Think about so how much like money. a separate viewing, like yeah. just the trailer. Just oh, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty cool idea, yeah, right? A cool idea. They should do yeah. that. Yeah, oh, that would yeah. be awesome. Scratch the box idea and charge for trailers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. five bucks. I would have gone to see the Batman vs Superman trailer. Oh, and yeah. maybe give you like something like a okay, poster, a yeah. poster or something. Oh, you, that's yeah. such a good idea. Let's just get our own theater going on right now. Yeah. Just the trailer. Start charging trailers. Okay, we're gonna have to delete this because we can't let people know about this. Future Tim, delete this. <laughs> that's such a good idea i know oh man um <laughs> so we I, came... I can't take credit for that you know i heard that off fat man on batman kevin smith said oh yeah he would have paid money to see the batman vs superman trailer yeah so gotta give credit where it's due but that is an excellent idea i that mean is. civil war would have made you're not telling me they wouldn't have made 20 million dollars yeah so easy you look at how many views this got in a 24-hour period so this is the third trailer yeah in final final trailer, trailer yeah. uh, with the exception of tv spots and all that yeah this had almost a hundred million views oh in a twenty-four hour time span. Now that's that's, crazy. that's that's remember that's from that's internationally, globally, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So that's their YouTube account, their Facebook account, the separate Captain America Facebook account, yeah. the separate Website Iron Man, all that. Yeah. So that's a hundred million views, Incredible. almost. Yeah. And you know, for comparison, so Age of Ultron, it's mm-hmm. the final had thirty-four million views. <laughs> The second Civil War wow. trailer had 61 million views. Wow. Right? And just for a comparison, if we're going to, you know, I, I, I know we're going to start tossing this has to be numbers. compared, yeah. The Force, I'm not, I, this isn't the Batman vs. I don't have the Batman vs. Superman one. 200 million. <laughs> Is it really? No. Oh, oh, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> but The Force Awakens had 112 million on its third trailer, in the 20, 112 million views in a 24 hour period. Wow. wow. So Civil War is it's up there as far wow. as anticipation. People are watching this. Yes. And a lot wow. has to do with going into us there was rumors that we were going to get our first yeah. look at Spider-Man. Exactly. There's yep. two two sides to that too. One was yeah, that absolutely. he was going to feature heavily. Yeah. And the other it was going to be a very small scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they went with the latter. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Um because I think if they had gone Spider-Man heavy, yeah. it would have really spoiled it a lot more than I think this trailer actually did. Definitely. You bring up an interesting point. I mean, we talked about this with the Batman vs Superman trailer and Doomsday. You know, his inclusion of the trailer was seen as this big 
no no and then we bring in the spider-man and it was awesome yeah. but should they have done it i mean should they, should we have seen it in the theaters <laughs> yes you yes. guys are both nodding your head <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like like robert downey jr says himself i'm uh, i'm done waiting is that what yeah. he says in the trailer yeah right? i've lost I'm my patience, patience yeah. yeah and he spoke for the rest of our fanboys out there yeah, yeah. definitely yeah i yeah. had to see this guy that yeah was too. i don't know if they that was looked like it was a scene filmed entirely for the absolutely. trailer absolutely <laughs> i've run out of patience yeah and, like and in comes spider i think it was the right move we all knew Spider-Man was in this movie. Yeah. Fair enough. And it's a very short scene. We'll discuss it a bit towards the end when we get kind of, we'll break this down kind of more chronologically. Scene by scene analysis. But we knew he was in there. Yep. Eventually, I don't know how they've gone this long without even an image or merchandise slipping out or anything like that, yeah. right? Because like at some point they have to start, like Spider-Man's the biggest merchandise Marvel has. I right? think he's Disney bigger has. than Batman. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's the biggest merchandise. He's bigger than yeah. all of it combined. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you look at the profits that they make from Spider Man merchandise, yeah. so they can't go without having them. Like, I'm sure we're going to get action figures. I'm sure we're going to get legends. Oh, there's yeah. going to be t shirts. There's going to be everything, yeah. right? Hot yeah. toys. Yeah. There's going to be hot toys. <laughs> With removable so, eyes that close and open. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shutter eyes. Yeah. 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 But this is their way of saying, hey, we're going to show you Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, we're going to present it the way we want you to see it exactly. for the first time. right? Yeah. And so they've made that decision. I think it was the right one. You know, in contrast to, to the Doomsday, we didn't know Doomsday was going to be in there. Well, there was some hints. of us didn't yeah. know. There's hints. We're a small, small percentage, though, right? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're in this, right? But yeah. for the, the general audience out there, they had no idea. They, they don't know who Doomsday is. No. Right? Fair so, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Like... In in retrospect, too, looking back on this, am I upset that I watched this trailer? No, no. How could you? Like, be? and you know, we'll go through this, but I think what they've done with this trailer, you're just getting just slightly more, you know, addition to scenes that we've already seen, right? Yeah. So it's an expansion on, you know, a Bucky Panther, a Black Panther scene. It's expansion on the the Iron Man Cap Bucky scene, right? Mm-hmm. It's not giving us any more contextually. As far as what's going on in the movie. Now, if if you sit there and watch enough times, you could probably place which scenes are at the start, which are in the middle, which are yeah. at the end. Yeah. But then again, that's you just got to stay away from repeat viewings now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you stay away from repeat viewings, Tim? <laughs> I, I watched this thing like six times before I went to sleep last night. Yeah. I was just like, it's like, one of those, okay, just one more time. Just one more time. <laughs> but, yeah, but going back to the Spider-Man, it, it is definitely a must because keep in mind, a lot of people still think that he's with Sony, which he is, but... People forget that Amazing Spider-Man 2 is done, right? Yeah. So Marvel yeah. had established, like, this is Spider-Man all over again in our house, and we're, we're going to show him to you, right? Yeah. So Fair enough, yeah. yeah. Great you, job. Yeah, it was the right, right move. Well, right. well, I'm just waiting to see Aunt May. When are we going to get the first Aunt May pictures? <laughs> She'll be in there. She'll be in there. <laughs> this is trailer's bullshit. <laughs> you can see her. You can see her running behind Aunt May. Like, I'm coming to get you, Peter. I'm a nurse now for some reason. <laughs> so let's break down this trailer a lit, little bit. I kind of I'm just going to play it on mute here, just so we can kind of see it. So this is kind of like our reaction, like our little co- bit. Commentary. commentary. I've seen it reaction. 15 times, but <laughs> all right. So, so we're getting, I'll just, I'll pause it as we go through here too. Yeah. So the, the start of the trailer here is you get kind of that, that landscape view. It looks like we're going to some sort of old Russian hydro base or something like yeah. that. And we get that scene of Bucky. Mm-hmm. I think this is a flashback. Okay. Okay. To maybe some of kind of explain a bit more of Bucky origins. Oh, okay. so this is someone again that we had some of his, we got an idea of his origins, but we're probably gonna get a little more fleshed out in the movie. 
right. yeah. um, of who he is and what he's done. Right. right. Okay. Interesting. And, and like, you know, how the Russians or Hydra were using him as an assassin. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to build into a lot of why he's being chased. Oh, okay. yeah. And again, spoilers here. I can stop going into detail. This, I'm just, I have no inside knowledge on all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, but we're going to spoil this a lot. You know, I've read a lot of the comic stuff, so I have Tim's Uncle John is a janitor at Marvel, and he told them all the secret information, so we have inside knowledge. Yeah. Uh, and then we get, after this scene, we get General Ross. Yes. Thunderbolt um, Ross. Going back from the Credible Hulk movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So nice, nice tie in there. Yes. And he's kind of narrating over top of our last three big movies. The events, right? The events. So we got New York, yeah. um, Washington. Yes. This is that of, casualty count. Yeah. It's just small. <laughs> yeah, we're less than 200 people per... Um, but, like, like, some, like, incredible amount of damage. Like, I think it says in here there's, like, $400 billion worth of damage. Cripple the world's economy. Do they actually do, like, cleanup? Like, they should, right? Like, they, you guys made this mess. Iron Man, get your act together. They did have a comic series way back in Marvel. I can't remember the... Damage Control. Damage Control. Isn't that a TV show? No, yeah. So they, they might make a TV they're show. They're talking about yeah, yeah. a TV show. Right? A TV show. But they used to go around and clean up... The, yeah. the disasters left by the Avengers yeah. and the X-Men. Always, always fixing New York up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, there's, apparently, I think we've talked about it before. Apparently, it's going to be one of these like shaky cam like office sort of things. That would be oh, cool. Okay. Where they're kind of following around these guys. And like it'd be really neat if they tied in and they're just always mad. They're just like, oh my God. How many times did Thor throw that hammer to that building? <laughs> they're trying to lift the hammer to clean around yeah. it or something. Yeah. And then the cleaning lady just picks it up, wipes it, and puts yeah. it down. <laughs> Never worthy cleaning lady. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and spinning out of that, we get kind of that that UN looking building exploding, and we've yeah. seen this before. But we get an additional image there of of T'Challa laying on the ground. So it looks like yes. he's in the building when it was. Um, there's a terrorist attack of some sort there. Mm-hmm. So there he is, right there. Kind of similar to Bruce Wayne being there in the vents. Oh of, yeah, like, Zod, right, yeah. and yeah. Batman and Superman. Yeah. And we get a first look at the new Iron Man suit, or kind of in-flight Iron Man suit. Yeah. It's like the Bleeding the Edge bleeding armor. Bleeding Edge is my yeah. favorite armor, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. really cool. It's well done. Does he change his armor every movie? Oh, yeah, oh, multiple yeah. times. Merchandise! Yeah, <laughs> was it or something, yeah. his last armor? Or he's, yeah. He's always going through them. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, all about the hot toys. Yes. <laughs> what does he go through more, armor or women? Definitely armor. <laughs> yeah. especially, especially the house party protocol where he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to blow all these up. Yeah. <laughs> and there's st- the hotters are still dropping those. Yeah. Like, we're like, how many years out? It was 2013, so like three years out, and they're still dropping hot toys yeah. from the house party protocol yeah. in <laughs> Iron Man 3. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then we start to get. You know, the scene we've seen with General Ross, and they're essentially starting to... Concern. Yeah, they're they're formulating this kind of superhero registration yes. act and kind of what kicks off uh, Civil War. And so we see Iron Man supporting this, as we uh, all know what side he falls on in yeah. this movie, mm-hmm. and cap on the opposition. <laughs> Does that surprise you? Because, you know, going into it, I would have thought that Captain America would agree with the U.S. government, yeah. and Iron Man would be opposed to it. That's fine. That's what a lot of people thought, even in the comic, too. Yeah. Everybody yeah. thought Cap would be the, you know, the government side, and Iron Man would be the more rebellious guy, right? But it's... It actually makes sense, though, when you actually know the characters inside out. I'm not saying I'm like this huge goo of Captain America <laughs> or Iron Man, but it actually kind of makes sense the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like impinging on people's liberties and stuff like that, particularly exactly. the superhuman community. And mm-hmm. it's going to allow you to go back to kind of like World War II, where he has his direct experience from, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, people imposing law, imposing rules, and taking, you know, small communities of people and, yeah. and impinging them with these these laws, these rules. And, you're, you know, you're essentially moving people into... 
more or less concentration camps yeah. Yeah. When, you, when you're looking at the prisons that they have set up in this trailer. So I think, you know, there's there's two prisons. There's um, the Raft, which I think my first impression was was this. And then there's Prison 42. 42 from the yeah. comics. From yeah. the comics, yeah. right? And that was in the negative zone. Yes. And that was one that was basically anyone who wasn't signing up or, or adhering to the superhero, Superhuman Registration Act went into this prison. Yeah. yeah. And so they're, they're jailing their friends, you know, yeah. people that are on the side of good <clears throat> yeah. because they wouldn't register with the government. Yeah. And, you know, we're seeing cells. We're seeing this is probably some sort of Tony creation. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. you know, it could be Prison 42. It could be The Raft, the raft something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And going off of Winter Soldier, too, especially, um, it makes sense why Cap would be siding where he is because he doesn't trust in the government anymore, right? No. Yeah, After true. what's happened with S.H.I.E.L.D. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a fantastic point is yeah. that the government is not be trusted. Exactly. Particularly S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And because there's no real replacement for S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, Avengers have been filling that role. But now you have the government coming back in, more the military, because yeah. General Ross, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Coming in and saying, you know, you have to adhere to these rules. Yeah. And then we get the punch you in your perfect teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and then this scene, the, the oh, so we get yeah. a little bit of expansion of the, the Bucky Black Panther yeah. chase scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. This, and we're seeing for the first time, really, the Black Panther suit in action. Yes. Yeah. Him sprawling out and whacking the back mm-hmm. of, of Bucky's uh, motorcycle. Yeah. Down. Sleek. Yeah. He looks really Panther-like. Yeah. Really yeah. Like he kind of has like that T-1000 vibe where you just yeah. can't oh, stop yeah. this guy, yeah. right? Yeah. They should have got Usain Bolt to do the uh, stun <laughs> action and have him running around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then we got oh yeah oh this, this, this is the best wicked we get shot yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell man yeah. Yeah. looking at the yeah the the Bucky shoots Iron Man in the face and we pause it like Robert Downey Jr. his acting in this there's two scenes in particular in this trailer yeah. that his face tells the whole story yes. yes this is one of them it's when Bucky shoots him he cannot believe that Bucky took a shot at him yeah yep. and you get Bucky's got this look and we talked about this when we looked at the the second trailer. It's the same thing. It's the exact same scene in there. And this is, oh man, I cannot believe this. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's an incredible scene. It looks like there's probably some sort of extended fight scene between Bucky mm-hmm. and Iron Man here. And this leads into the other scene that I think is just, you know, you don't need words. You don't need anything. You can yeah. see it all in Robert Downey Jr.'s face. I think that scene, it really shows Iron Man. He, before he was taking it not so seriously, this conflict. And then you can see the look in his face. He's like, shit, this is for real. Like, yeah. I actually got to try in this yeah. thing. He's actually trying to kill me. You could see that kind of, he's still playing around with Cap, making jokes and stuff. And then as soon as the shot comes, his face turns like that. And he's like, business is on. Yeah. Like, this thing is on. But that's what my speculation kind of is, is going back to the beginning of the trailer, whether that could be a flashback or what if, what if Iron Man's been have, holding Bucky captive this whole time? Oh, right? wow. What if he's had him hold the whole time and Bucky's really out for this guy? I could totally be wrong, but I'm just all <laughs> speculation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going to say it's correct. <laughs> and then we have a little bit of creative editing here where we have Bucky taking a shot mm-hmm. yeah. and then it skips to what looks like a totally different part of the movie right? yeah. where we have Rhodey getting hit across the chest so again this is another scene so this is again what I've liked about this, this trailer is it's just expanding on scenes we've already seen adding you know 10 seconds here 10 seconds there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so again contextually we're not getting really any more of the story you could from the first trailer you could piece together very similar things yeah, right? yeah. do you think Rhodey's gonna die? no you know what? Someone is going to. The, the, yeah. Someone, someone's going to bite it. Someone I, has I, to. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of hard to say. I may be 70% sure he's going to die. I'm really? 70% sure. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, don't, yeah. I don't think they showed the scene That's in the trailer. Just it, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah maybe, I know. Maybe, it's a little too easy, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. he doesn't look like. Cause the Iron Man and War Machine, they've fallen like this before, That's right? That's true. Yeah. And he, other than the, the, the scar across the front of the. 
the suit, yeah. there's really doesn't look like there's any real internal damage, That's right? right? You know, yeah. I, I don't know what it's like falling from <laughs> out of the sky in a metal suit hitting the ground, you know, at, at Mach 2 You'll or Mach 3. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so this looks like, again, something, I, this is one of the other ones, um, not the specific one I was talking about, where, again, you're looking at Iron Man's face and he's got this just look, you know, yeah. this painful yeah. look, like, you know, and this looks like it's at the end of that airport battle. Yeah. yeah. You see it in the background. And it cuts back to Bucky here. You know, yeah. it's trying to tell a little story within this trailer. Yeah. I think it's a bit misleading, mm-hmm. to a degree. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, a little trickery. Yeah, a little creative yeah. editing. Sleight of hand. This may. Oh my sense. god. <laughs> okay, and then we get this scene. So, without spoiling too much, this scene is what I'm going to say. Spoiler. Do you? Get, this scene is what the inf- Infinite Comet kind of leads into. Oh, oh okay. 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 So this this kind of area where we have kind of these soldiers coming out, and it's probably a little more of the. The crossbones battle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who is that? Is that Scarlet Witch? Yeah, or... Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Yeah. Okay, and then there's a cool scene there with Robert Downey Jr. and Black Widow. Yes. Your Iron Man and Black Widow. <laughs> I do that yeah. so often. Yeah. yeah. And he looks like he's a bit beat up. And it's interesting because we know at some point that she's on his side. Yeah. But in, in this scene, it looks like, you know, she's arguing, right? Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's saying to her, like, look, they're coming after you. So watch your back on clearly thing. we haven't had sides for him yet. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're yeah. probably still in the midst of, of people deciding, you know, what side are we going to fall on here, yeah. Caps or, or uh, Iron Man? Because he's definitely beat up because I think his arm is even in a sleep. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we get that. Who, whose apartment do you think that, that Peter is? Parker. Is it Peter Parker or is it Ant-Man, right? Because oh, Ant-Man's pretty... With the paper. He's kind of struggling the, in yeah. like a little bit, right? I don't even know be. Yeah, so I don't know if it's Peter or, or that's Ant-Man. A good, that's a good... Yeah. I like that. I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll it, see. One yeah. insect. Yeah, one insect. Sydney Black Widow. And then right after that scene, this is the other scene I'm talking about with Robert Downey Jr.'s acting, is... Cap says, you know, something along the lines, there doesn't need to be a fight in this in this scene prior to it. And then it pans to this, there's no no dialogue or anything. And Robert Downey Jr. is looking right at Cap, and those words are said, and then he looks, and then he looks like, to me, that he's ma- trying to make Cap look at his face. His right. face is all beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when Cap says, you know, this doesn't, we don't need to be a fighting, or this doesn't need to be a fight, or whatever. And I think he's referencing the fact that this has already started. It's mm-hmm. too late for that. Right. Yeah. And again, I'm reading all that from Robert Dangier's expression, yeah. which yeah. is awesome. He just sells everything. It's yeah. great. Oh yeah, yeah. This, you know, as much as this is going to be a cat movie, I think Downey's going to be at his best again. Avengers mm-hmm. 2.5. Yep. Boom. Get, oh, so that was the other the big scene that people were pausing. Oh with. yeah. Yeah. So we get Iron Man hitting Cap, and then I think there's a little editing in there. But in the background, yep. there's that yellow tube. Yep. yep. That looks like what Bucky was in at the start yep. of yep. the trailer, at least. And people are thinking that there's someone in there. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's oh. talks of Thor clone. Oh, right out of the comics. Right out of the comics. So yeah. in the in the comics. And we're gonna actually going to in a couple of weeks, kind of just a couple of weeks before Civil War, we're gonna go through the comic, do some predictions, you know, read through the comic a bit, kind of review it and talk about, you know, what we think is gonna be in the movie, stuff like that. Yeah. But in the comics there's a Thor clone. Which is kind of Iron Man's secret weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reed Richards and Iron Man. Yeah, I think they both construct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Ooh, maybe and... we'll see Miles Teller reprise his role <laughs> <Yeah>. of Mister <laughs> Fantastic. 
<laughs> but there's other rumors that maybe Rhodey dies, and that's that chamber where they bring him back. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it's Red Skull, oh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Oh, yeah, it could okay. be anyone, right? Yeah, yeah. And the character, again, we haven't seen yet is Baron Zemo, which yes. we know he's in the film. That's good call. In some capacity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. A lot of speculation there. Like, yeah. who, who's in the chamber? It could be nothing. It could just be literally the head, the headrest that's in the, <laughs> the, in the tube or whatever, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Howard the Duck. Yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible. Then we get yeah, lots of battling here. Pew, and then we get pew. another scene of Black Panther in yes. action fighting yes. Bucky. Yeah. And looks like his suit's bulletproof. Just showing it right off, right? Yeah. What the suit's capable of. Vibranium, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And his yeah. suit looks incredible. Yes. Yeah. Like, they've gone, definitely gone in from the set photos. They've gone in and tweaked this with CG a bit. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of has this kind of Iron Man look to it. Yeah. But again, it's out there on its own. Yeah, it's like, sleek. It's not bulky at no, all. No, yeah. Like, from some of the pictures, it looked bulkier. Yeah. But when you look at this scene, it's slimmed right yeah. down. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks yeah. incredible. It's athletic looking. It looks yeah. like Under Armour or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's great. It's a great time. Yeah, the airport. Oh, yeah. And then we get two scenes back to Very back Very iconic. Yeah, yeah. So we got one. We get Scarlet Witch just decimating Vision. Yeah. Which is interesting because we haven't seen much of Vision, so I don't mm. know how much he's in this movie. We're starting to see the degree of power that Scarlet Witch has, mm-hmm. and we're also seeing the limitations of Vision, possibly. Yeah, right? yeah. Because like in the comics and in this, Vision is more or less unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got he can change density, he can reach right into you, pull your heart out, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So again, we haven't really seen Vision's powers explored that much, and so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of either tone them down or if they use Scarlet Witch completely to basically kind of write him right off. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. in the comics, don't they, you know, yeah. make yeah. sex yeah. attack? Yeah. They they do. Do. yeah. They, they, yeah. They I want to see that scene on. in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> <That, that laughs> would. <laughs> if I don't see that scene in the theater, I'm walking out giving the film a bad review. <laughs> Um, and then we get another fanboy moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's iconic. Oh, so yeah. this is from a, the cover of Avengers two hundred and twenty three. Cool. Wow. And we get Hawkeye. Yeah, shooting an arrow with Ant Man on it. So cool. Like, yeah. And that was one of the things going in is like I, I'd seen memes all over the internet. It's like Marvel, just please give us this. You're sticking Hawkeye and Ant Man in the same movie. Yeah, they're on the same side. Let's see this. Why not? And we get it. Nice. Like, yeah. This is this is again this is appeasing the fanboys. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Such a cool scene. And again, you get Ant-Man flying through. Yeah. Looks like he's going to attack Iron Man to some degree. We got a crossbones there. And then we got Iron Man with his hand. And, the... and I love the line. Yeah. Captain America the callback. Right? It just yeah. ties all three movies together, right? Yeah. And it, when he said, the first time he said, I was like, they dubbed that from the first movie. It sounds just identical. Like it. I know it's the yeah. same actor and all that. But, <laughs> you know, the... He looks the same yeah. too. <laughs> what is this sorcery? <laughs> But I don't know, like just like the breaths were taken at the same time, yeah. like he's yeah. in that same fighting stance. Oh man, yeah, just a great callback. It's great. And again, another. It looks like we're getting a little more on the fight. Oh man, and the way the trailer synced the music to the punches yeah. that he's whacking at him. How much would hurt your fist? Oh, Iron Man in the head, though, right? <laughs> Probably wouldn't feel very good. But if you have super soldier serum, yeah. maybe yeah. it doesn't yeah. hurt. That's true. Yeah. And then we get we're back to the airport here. We're getting the two teams right before you get kind of this two-page splash. Yes, yes, right out of the comics. Right, yes. right out of the comics. Oh, man. But one interesting thing about this, so when we're looking at Cap's team here, when you look at trailer number two, yeah. Ant-Man isn't in this scene. But really? he's in this scene in this trailer. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I don't know if he's been put in in post. I don't know if he was axed. I don't know what they've done or if the scene, they filmed it two different ways mm-hmm. where Ant-Man wasn't there before or maybe this is a couple seconds later and he's grown. Yeah. But I found it really weird because you look at... The, even go on YouTube and look at trailer number two. This this running scene 
is kind of Marvel's the, the little photograph, the thumbnail. Right. And Ant-Man's yeah. not there. Wow. And there's a noticeable gap, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. between That's Hawkeye and Falcon. And yeah. then he's inserted in this one, so. What's the name of that plane? I'm trying to read it. I don't know. It looks like a German plane. It looks kind of like the Lufthansa's color. But uh, it's not really Lufthansa. Okay. And then I get... The splash. Oh, That's yeah. crazy. That. Yeah. Two page. This is so right out of the cool. comics. We got the two teams running at each other. I'm interested though. Who's going at who? Right, because Ironman's lifted high there. Yeah, yeah. he's going. Looks like going after Falcon. Maybe yeah. we got three flyers on one side. Yeah, and then a lot of you know people running. You get Falcon and Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested at you know when we're in the theater, like does Cap go after? panther or is he going after like it looks like he's running right for black widow mm-hmm. which no. is not a fair fight no, no, definitely not. <laughs> how do you think they got into this uh, airport you know the big battle takes place in the airport do you think maybe they transported someone that was maybe gonna get arrested for not registering and then they had to fly him back home oh, interesting. and then the caps team shows up and says let this person go and iron man says no oh is that how you know because how do they get a battle at the airport. That's, That's kind true. Of, yeah. At a German airport at that. Yeah. It's not yes. like it's in like JFK or something. Maybe right. Bucky. Yeah, that's Maybe interesting. Maybe they capture really Bucky. thought, why they're in Germany? Why are they there? That's interesting. Because it looks like, I'm guessing this is probably in the middle of the movie somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like it's the climax. No. It looks like it's kind of like, you're going to peak in the middle, and then you're yeah. and then you're going to go back into the, the end fight there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, I never really thought, like, and to have the next character that get introduced introduced here. What's he doing? In Germany, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a New York guy. Foreign exchange I I do remember hearing something that Iron Man, Tony Stark, has started some kind of program for the youth, for, like, these these intelligent kids, which is probably why Peter Parker's with him. Interesting. But why they're in Germany, I don't know. Maybe he had some kind of conference. It's probably Tony Stark's doing, though. Probably yeah, Oct- yeah. Right? Oktoberfest or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the highlight of the uh, trailer. Under Ruse. <laughs> Under Ruse. Yeah. yeah, which is a great, another fantastic callback. Because yeah. Iron Man is consistently throughout all these giving nicknames to people. Ranger yeah. Games for Loki. Yeah. Point Break for Thor. Yeah. You know, again, Under Ruse, which is a line of underwear for yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that commonly has superhero stuff all over, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, when I first, when we were talking about this before, when I first heard it, like, you thought the same thing yeah. I did. It's like, yeah. on the roof? Yeah. Like, yeah. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man, he probably on yeah. the roof. On the roof. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But after a couple of viewings, under roofs makes yeah. perfect sense. Absolutely. And we get the introduction here. Oh, of boy. Webhead. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just, and they give him the shield, too. Yeah. Like, like yeah, right, wow. right away. Take my right. money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and Troy. Now you're the you're the you're the Spider Man guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's hear thoughts on the suit. Oh, it's perfect. The eyes are straight out of a St- uh, Steve Ditko, uh, John Ramada Senior kind of image, right? Yeah. So the eyes. I've always been a fan of these eyes, where they're kind of small. But I love the fact that they move. They shrink. They have the shutter eyes. So yeah, yeah. up and down. Uh, the the color wave is awesome. The blue is nice. It's not that bright blue. It's not too dark. It's just in between. And the material works because it complements the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Yeah. Because if you were to look at the Amazing Spider-Man 2 costume, which is great, but if you were to take that costume and put it in this universe, it just wouldn't look right. It would yeah. look kind of out of place. But with this having like the texture and the padding that they've given it, the web shooters on the outside of his costume and the web belt you can see, it just makes sense with what they're doing in this universe. So, yeah. What do you think of the symbol size and the symbol, I love it. Yes. The symbol yeah. look too, right? I love it's... it because every symbol we've had has been this, these big spider emblems, yeah. which have been okay. But this now, it's it's a small spider, which is cool. The webbing 
isn't embedded, so it's not yeah. like bubbling over his costume. It's actually very thin mm-hmm. and faint, but you get the point. And, and for the general audience, you look at that and you think, yeah. okay, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. So, now, do you think yeah. the shutter eyes are like Stark tech? Do you think they're like zooming in on things? Yeah, that's what yeah. I think. Because you I hear think. the sh- there's exactly, a shutter right? at the end, right? Yeah. And there's no way um, a 16, 17 year old Peter Parker, as much of a genius as he is, he wouldn't make the eyes do yeah. that, right? When we yeah. used to read these Spider-Man comics, you just kind of imagine, okay, his eyes are going up and down, but there's no yeah. mechanics behind it. But now that it has to make sense, and who else better to do it than Tony Stark? Yeah, because right? it's interesting, because we just got out of, or we just had Deadpool, where yes. we had animated eyes exactly. yeah. to give expression. Yes. But this is this is more than that, right? Yeah. This, yeah. Is, yeah. this is, you know, a Natural shutter mechanism. or something. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love the costume. I, you know, I've never really had a problem with any of the Spider-Man costumes, but this yeah. one... And Amazing Spider-Man 2 are by far my favorite, but this one I love because the eyes are, like, the size they need to be. And his physique is, like, the way it should be, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, so. and his voice, too. Yes. It yeah. sounds young. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It sounds perfect. like he's supposed to sound. Yeah. And the really cool thing about this, and, you know, like I said, this almost looked like it was designed specifically for a trailer. Yeah. Because he, he, he lands, does a superhero landing oh, and all yeah. that yeah. stuff. He's got the shield in his hands. And he looks up and looks directly at yes, the camera yeah. and says, hey, guys. Or what yeah. does he say? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Yeah. 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 And yeah. to me, that's like, that's Spider-Man saying, like, yeah. hey, everyone, I'm here. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the MCU. Yeah. This, yeah. this is me. This is yeah. what I look like. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought that was such a cool moment. So good. Like, yeah. it just, just the way, I don't know, it was shot. It was just like, here I am. It's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. I think, I think the audience is going to just love this character even more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. Do you think he designed it to fight Bonesaw in the wrestling king of the uh, oh, yeah. cell? <laughs> Bonesaw, oh, I yeah. got you for three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys think that this movie is going to end on a dark note? So we got a lot of indications here that there's there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. The narrative is being pushed pretty hard here. This looks like it's going to be a very packed movie. It looks like it's a movie that's going to have consequences. Definitely. Are yeah. you expecting that at the end of this movie, everyone's going to shake hands and fight a bigger evil, like no. a Baron Zemo or something like that? No, they no. can't. This movie cannot do that. No. If it does, I'll be disappointed. I think everyone will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is setting up, what's it called? Infinity War? Yeah. 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 So Infinity War, you know, we've talked about this before. I think it'll just be one Avengers team taking on Thanos. Yeah. And then part two will be them reconciling and then yeah, taking on like, Thanos. You know, Tony or Cap, yeah. we need you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think obviously it's gonna leave the team split in the middle. They're they're not shaking hands after this. No, no. definitely not. There's no uh, Batman versus Superman moment where they yeah. team up to fight Doomsday. Yeah, exactly. In this. No. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. There's gonna yeah. be none of that. No. And you know, this is again, this is a, a Russo film. Yes. And they're going to be. I I can't help but think that they're at to some degree going to be seeding their next big project, which is Infinity War Part One and Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think coming out of this, we're going to see this, the team that probably is going to be. As far as you know, the active Avengers team in Infinity War, we're going to see that coming out of here. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be seeding their own movie. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I can't help but think that there's going to be an after credit scene that's going to be a Thanos or something like that that yeah. seeds Infinity War. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. though we got Ragnarok and stuff like that yeah. to come before, but you know, this is their movie. They have to take the opportunity to set this kind of the the pieces that they want into the place that they want. Right. For sure. Because the movie, I think. It's a shy three minutes less than Batman v Superman. I yeah, think it's, it's yeah. Movie. Right? So we'll probably get two after credits. Yeah. Which yeah. would be cool if one of them was, you know, Thor and Hulk. Yeah. A, yeah. Little, a little something there that then give us the Infinity War. Well, this is oh, the other yeah. thing, you know. there's spec- There's been talk, and we've talked about this before, about Hulk in Civil War. Yeah. in Civil War. And this is one of the things I want to talk about when we look talk about some of the, the comic book storylines that we want to see in film. Right. Is at the end of this, or does Hulk show up? And at the end of this, does do they say... 
yo, he's this guy's gone. Fire him out. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Exile. This, yeah. 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 I think if we do see him, I think it's gonna be Mark Ruffalo. I don't think we'll see the big green. No. I think it'll just be Mark Ruffalo himself. But um, yeah, I, I still think know. they're bringing Red Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. You think Thunderbolt Ross is gonna turn full out? Not not for a Hulk movie, but in the Civil War movie, eh? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, as far as an authority figure, yeah, maybe General Ross is the only one they could have brought in, yeah, to actually, you know, bring that that sense of authority into Avengers and kind of start telling them what to do. As yeah. far as who's president in the Marvel Cinematic Universe currently, because you can't bring in a Nick Fury, you can't bring in a Mariana Hill, nope. like you can't use those characters because they're so integrated into the Avengers story already. Yeah, yeah. As far as standing up as you know this authoritarian figure yeah you know they just don't have that to push kind of the government's and they don't have they don't have the government's blessing or that because you're looking at the shield show which just started up again right um which is there's a cool cameo in there president ellis which is in iron man 3 and referenced in winter soldier shows up on agents of shields cool yeah so it's the same actor all that kind of stuff nice i love that that continuity yeah nice tie there but awesome i think yeah general ross at first when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, they're bringing him in because they Red Hulk. But maybe yeah. he's the only guy that can be like, no, you have to sign this event. Yeah. And now he's got Tony on side, stuff like that. Yeah. And him and Tony kind of have a little history from the after credits yeah. scene, right? That's right. That's, That's right. right. So, yeah. so like, I want the Thunderbolts going on now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this thing looks to be rather incredible. Oh, my yeah. goodness, does it ever. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know about you guys, it's my top trailer of the year, I'd have to wow. say. Yeah. And I know the year's just kicking off, but this yeah. is the top trailer. I, I got to wait for Rogue One, but... Yeah, this right here. Rogue One is going to yeah. struggle a bit, I think, to top this. You know, yeah. I know yeah. it's a Star Wars film, and I love Star Wars and all that stuff. Don't get yeah. me wrong. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're all Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't Star Trek. You mean I read the wrong or listened to the wrong podcast? <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this just this has so much stakes and yeah. the connection to the characters. And Rogue One is going to have that storage behind it. Yeah. But again, it's introducing all new characters, right? It's That's a new true. story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's playing a bit on the stuff that we know already. But this, this, I don't know, it's just the consequences that this has. And this trailer, again, drives that home, you know. Yeah. This is going to be a superhero movie with consequences. This isn't like yeah. comic event that at the end of the day has no consequences. Right. You know, everyone just goes back, shakes hands and says, and yeah, we're good. Up. Let's yeah. go fight Hydra. Right. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Guys, write this down. <laughs> Star Wars Rogue One will not finish in the top two for box office gross in 2016. I'm calling it. The marketing, though, it's funny. I mean, if they start showing that, look, this film has Darth Vader in his prime, and they really execute that, then I think this movie's going to skyrocket. But Uh. if they don't, I think the audience is just going to be like, this doesn't connect to Force Awakens because they have mm-hmm. no idea where this movie sits still, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the problem. And, you know, I think that there's enough of a Star Wars base as yeah. far as people's understanding. But when people are, when they're going back, because this is, you know, they're going back to the prequel sort yeah. of thing, yeah, right? Prequel, this is really. a prequel too. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're yeah. going back to the prequel. Yeah. And they haven't had a lot of luck with using, that's why you're not seeing the word prequel on it or anything. Exactly. Like they were attached <laughs> yeah. to it in any sort of way. That. Yeah. yeah. But again, you're going back to a story that's it's a very small story in a yeah. much larger mm-hmm. narrative, right? right? And I think it, I still think it's going to be gangbusters. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, uh, so you're thinking Civil War, Batman vs Superman? I think Civil War one. I've said this all along. Civil War is going to be the number one film of the year in terms of box office gross. Then you know I'm going to leave spot two open. I'm not sure right Between now. One and Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I think those are going to be the ones that kind of battle it out. Yeah. Let's not discount. Well, I was going to say X-Men, but those movies don't make a ton of money. 
No. No. It'll do, it'll do decent. I think the last one did 97. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be your top. It's not going to come anywhere near those three. No, no. no. I, think, I think those are your top three. Yeah. There's definitely. always a surprise, too. Like, Finding Dory could hit huge. It's going to. Yeah. 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 Independence yeah. Day. Yeah. We just have to see something, right? Because we've seen Batman v Superman, Mark, mm-hmm. we've seen Marvel's Captain yeah. America, but we haven't seen anything from Rogue One, so it's really sure. hard to determine. I think we're going to get something with Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't Disney do that with exactly. what could be their biggest movie of the year, right? Yeah. 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 So Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about box office predictions. So cool. on the website, boxoffice.com, the first prediction for Civil War, $163 million opening weekend. $425 million North American total. You know, these movies always start really low, and then the predictions and the guesses get higher and higher as the movies come out. Yeah. So as an opening prediction, you know, that's not bad. $163 million was still two months to go. Yeah. It's huge. Thoughts? It's huge. You, you think it would have been bigger? I mean, well, I got my prediction. I'm sure yeah. you guys have your prediction. Yeah. We're, already, yeah. we're already contributing to <laughs> ticket sales because we've got our tickets already. Yeah, we, we've got the first showing in Calgary again. Nice. They yeah. came out. It's interesting because they came out like what a week or two after Batman vs Superman, and the yeah. movie's like two months later. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did that with Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. And why not, right? And yeah. So we got a reserve seats already in that. Nice. So yeah. nice. you know, we're ready to go there. But so we were talking about this when Batman vs Superman came out on MovieTickets.com about the percentage of tickets sold on that website, right? And this, not that I think this film's going to be a bomb by any means, but this kind of struck me as kind of interesting. Civil War only got up to 8%. Now, I've got to ask why. Is it because at the end of the trailer they say, buy your tickets at Fandango? Or was the competition huge? Because you had Zootopia, and then you had Cloverfield come out. Was that contributing to it? I mean, I just think 8% seems really low. Not that... You know, I'm not suggesting in any ways to be worried. This thing's going to make $500 million in North America. But why? Was it just... I don't know, because personally, I didn't even... I kind of knew, but I didn't really pay much attention to the fact that the tickets were actually on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there wasn't something like Batman vs. Superman where the movie's a month out and the tickets go on sale. Yeah. Yeah. We're still talking, like, two months plus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they didn't have this huge, like push to buy your tickets it's like on tickets on sale now yeah. like you just get out of seeing spider-man for the first time yeah like yeah. i'm already fast forward rewinding back to the start oh, yeah. to yeah. watch this trailer again before yeah. i'm seeing tickets are on sale yeah. and like i know they went on sale whenever the trailer dropped thursday or wednesday or whenever and i didn't buy my tickets till sunday yeah yeah and whereas the Batman for superman we're you know we're, oh, we're all watching over, the like, clock yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and fresh so fresh. i bought yeah. them on sunday and i was still able to get the exact seats that we always get yeah in yeah. the reserve seating on the earliest showing right yeah yeah. Uh, on the Thursday. So I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's too far out and maybe they're going to push this a lot more. Like, of course they're going to, but yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe they're waiting for Batman vs. Superman to pass, I think right? so too. Maybe, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not going to just try to pump your movie over top of what's going to be the biggest That's movie for the next month when yeah. this hits, right? And they yeah. give them the, themselves that amount of time to, yeah. to do so, right? So this movie, yeah, Batman vs. Superman is big for a month yeah. and then they have a month to pump themselves, right? Exactly. When you push Batman vs. Superman at the back, and you know it's had its time to run and all that sort of thing yeah so i think that might be it yeah but i don't think that gives you any sort of indication of how yes. no absolutely not i just thought it was an interesting little tidbit definitely, definitely. I, i'd have to agree <laughs> i thought i said 80 percent, not eight. Oh no eight yeah <laughs> i was like whoa <laughs> so you know interesting enough you know we're getting a lot of comic book adaptations almost not so much direct but you know we're taking very popular story arcs we're taking yeah. civil war 
know, we had previously the Winter Soldier story arc. Yep. We've had Batman vs Superman, which is pulling a lot from the Frank Miller stuff. And I thought it'd be kind of fun if we talked about. Actually, Sanjay thought it'd be kind of fun. I was it Troy? No, no, no! It was all my idea. I don't know who this Troy character is, but I came up with this idea all my own. Uh, just to talk a bit about, you know, some of the comic book adaptations, particularly arcs or characters that we'd like to see in film. You know, we, we all read comic books quite extensively. We all, we've all we read a lot of older events. We've read a lot of older issues. we read all the current stuff too. So what's some of the stuff that we'd like to see on screen outside of what we know we're getting? Yes. You know, maybe we're talking about Phase 4 or Phase 5 That's or, right. you know, enough. Post-Justice League Part 2 sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So what do you guys think? I got a, I got a couple here. Okay. Um, my biggest one is Batman Court of Owls. I love, absolutely. love, I know Sanjay would be down yeah, for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Tim, will, Tim will read the novel before he <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, Batman Court of Owls would be great. I'd really like them to focus heavily heavily on um, Batman, obviously, and Dick Grayson, because Dick Grayson is such a huge part of that story arc as well. I think it'd be kind of cool to have Ben Affleck even direct this movie. Absolutely. You know, because he's done Argo, he's done The Town. Yeah. Gone Baby Gone, it's great. So to see him do that kind of movie and really highlight Batman's uh, detective skills in this in this in this book or this movie would be just phenomenal. So yeah, that's what I go with for now. I agree. Me and Baron were talking about this, and he brought up an interesting point. You already have the map laid out to make a Batman trilogy in the new DCU. You start with Court of Owls. Yeah. Then you take one of Snyder's Joker stories, either Endgame or Death in the Family. Yes. Adapt that one as your second one. And then you end with Gordon becoming Batman, and then Batman has to go through again and become Batman after he dies yeah. dies from Joker. Would you propose this to be like before Batman vs Superman? Would this have to take place, or could this be like a continuity that starts before, runs through, and then ends after? It's got to go through because in you know Endgame or Death of the Family, Batman bites the dust. Well, okay. bites the dust. Yeah. Air quotes. So you couldn't really have that as a prequel because you see him show up in Batman v Superman. So some yeah. of that would have been lost. So I think it has to take place while the DCU is going on. Yeah, because we have a, a dead Robin already, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, some of that story, I think, has got to take place. Yeah. yeah. I would kind of like to see it go, like, take place, like, now. Like, yeah. You know, because... The cool thing with Corvallis is Batman's very comfortable with being Batman now. He's at a point where he feels he's in the prime. He knows Gotham City like nobody else. Yeah. And he, he's heard about the Corvallis, but he's not a believer. Yeah. So I think it definitely has to be in a point where he's like the man. And he needs to be kind of knocked off his feet by these Corvallis, So I agree. And it's interesting yeah. to get a different villain. We've got exactly. so many Jokers. Yes. Which I'm not complaining, but it'd be nice to see you know maybe like a Clayface or yeah. Man Bat or just something out there. Something different. Something different. Or Mr. Freeze done properly. Yeah. Right? And- <laughs> what do you mean done properly? <laughs> Freeze in hell, Batman. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> Clunky writing. One of the times we're going to watch Batman and Robin and every time we get annoyed or laugh, we're going to have to take a drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we should do commentary at that episode. That'd be awesome. All right. Book it in. I also uh, I also thought about Spider-Man. Spider-Man's my main guy, if yeah. you haven't noticed. So I would like to see Spider-Man uh, directed by James Cameron because he's meant to be oh, in the first place. Yeah. So I think that'd be kind of cool. Good and point. I'd like to see uh, the Merlin story. So the Merlin story is kind of this... this arch enemy that hunts down the spiders he has this totem and he hunts down these spiders and he basically just makes peter parker's life a living hell and he actually kind of kills spider-man but that kind of spins into the story where spider-man comes back like reborn 
and evolved as like this bigger, stronger Spider-Man where he has the organic web shooters. Okay. So it wouldn't have to be like a direct adaptation, but it'd be kind of a neat storytelling. And again, it'd be a switch up of the, the classic villains we always see. We could see somebody different. And my last one would be um, Spider-Man Craven's Last Hunt. So oh, Craven I, basically yeah. puts Spider-Man into the dirt and tries to be Spider-Man himself. Yeah. And for that one, I kind of had... I had James Cameron as well directing that one. So is, is that more of a mature Spider-Man, or could that be played with a 15, 16-year-old? See, that would have to be more of a mature Spider-Man. Yeah. He'd have to be a little more grown-up, yeah. actually. So that would be a little bit more... Yeah, I have a grown-up Spidey, Ashley. Actually, sorry, I had David Fincher for that one. Oh, to that yeah, one. yeah, that'd be so a great David Fincher's one. done um, what, Fight Club. I think seven? He's done seven. Yeah. Fight Club, Gone Girl, and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. So he could wow. really capture that grittiness Absolutely. of that movie. And he won't even have to be in the black suit. I know he was in the black suit in that movie, or that comic book. But um, yeah, I think that'd be a really cool arc. That'd be my top choice for Spider-Man. This seems interesting. The Craven one and the Merlin kind of seem similar where... You have the villain kind of hunting down yes, the spider. Exactly. And as I said, you know, well, as you said, it's good to get different villains. Mm-hmm. The other Spider-Man villain I was thinking of would be Mysterio. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. really like that choice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who you get to play him. Maybe someone out there like David Spade or someone. Yeah. <laughs> David Spade. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's out there. It'll work. Oh. <laughs> or Adam Sandler. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> Oh, we're not continuing Amazing Spider-Man 2? <laughs> oh, let me redo the notes then. No, but I, I agree. You have Craven. That would be an excellent pull. And sure. That'd be excellent. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to see that. Yeah. Definitely. Some of the concepts I'd like to see. So I have a couple concepts and a couple arcs I'd like to see weaved into the current Marvel continuity. And one is, one kind of arc is, so we had Avengers disassembled. This is when Brian Michael Bendis took over the Avengers run. Mm-hmm. Um, we had that was kind of an issue five hundred, and then went to five hundred three, and then spinning out of that, we had this new Avengers story. Yeah, which <laughs> Sanjay, quit knocking stuff. <laughs> Don't tell me how to live my life, Tim. <laughs> no. So in this new Avengers volume one, um, the first six issues was it was called Breakout. Okay, and it was essentially taking the the raft, similar to what we saw in. Uh, the Civil War trailer, yes. which was full of supervillains, and there was this massive breakout that Electro um, kind of made happen. Oh, cool! And okay. so this is actually you. If you, I know you've seen. We probably all seen it. The Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yes, the cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. Years ago. So the first kind of few episodes were adapting that storyline. Oh, okay. So that, awesome. that was that was showing kind of they used that storyline as how the Avengers came together. Right. And this storyline. It shows how they kind of reassembled some of the the Avengers. And this is when we got Spider-Man and Wolverine nice. joining the Avengers. So cool. this was like cool. your Marvel's biggest superheroes joining together. Yeah. And it was essentially chasing around all these uh, supervillains that had broken out. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, if you go back and watch that Earth My Heroes, it's really cool storyline. So good. And again, it would be it, this is something that you'd have to do way down the line. Yeah. Or kind of like a one shot or something like that. Because you'd have to essentially get all your supervillains kind of maybe like this massive yeah. crossover between the the different stews or something yeah but i think it'd be a pretty cool concept that it's is kind cool. of suicide squad s too with all the villains and yeah stuff. Similar, yeah that's yeah. a great now, yeah, what was that run called sir break it's called it's new avengers volume one breakout it's breakout. the first issues one through six that's a cool title yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's it's the yeah. it's the best part of that new run that that run goes for nice. ages okay. all through bennis's run but it's it's the best story, and this is like you get that Sentry shows up. He was oh. in the basement of of this prison, yeah. and that's like kind of your Superman 
yeah. look-alike or yeah. whatever copycat. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. so before he, I period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and Get so Brandon he's in that. To play him. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was just a really cool concept, like nice. having that prison, and you know, it, it seemed kind of neat. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'd be down. Uh, who would you have direct that? I if, don't if know. You think of anyone else. Uh, hmm. Don't ask me. I'd say Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like you'd like to see someone that has done some like because you'd like to see this the problem with it is well maybe not so much a problem but because you're dealing with super villains yeah. it's, it's kind of got to be a bit out there yeah like it can't be like this gritty sort of kind of bare knuckle sort of thing right which is kind of more what your suicide squad like your right. david Ayer sort of stuff right i don't right. know i don't know I'll have to think about that all right okay i'll take one stab at this x-men universe we haven't cool. talked about that cool Okay, where do you go after Apocalypse? Because I always thought of him as X-Men's biggest and baddest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The idea I came up with was Onslaught. Yes. So that's the combination of Magneto and Charles Xavier yeah. into one entity. And then it takes yeah. the entire that's MCU cool. that's really cool. to take him down. Because, you know, Magneto's been the villain in how many films? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not add Charles Xavier? We've seen his strength. We've seen his power. Yeah. And Fox still has some other stuff that they could use. So they could throw in the Deadpool. Yeah. They could throw in Fantastic Four and kind of redeem those characters under Brian Singer before you do a sequel for them, have them show up, maybe just a little cameo here or there. Yep. Or just kill them off and then everyone would be happy too. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, you're right though. Having yeah. Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy, because those two guys are brilliant actors and have yeah. them the villain of the movie would be phenomenal. I really like that. That's almost like your next step for an X-Men is like Charles Xavier is the most powerful mutant. Yeah. 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 And I don't know how they're going to scale him against Apocalypse and that, but maybe that's a great way to go in the sense that you take, you know, Mm -hmm. not only is he your greatest leader and stuff like that, but he's also your greatest adversary, right? Yeah. Isn't it Onslaught's like he takes like a piece of, of Magneto or something like that and he gets corrupted? Yeah, something where he goes into Magneto's mind and he wipes it because Magneto took all the animantium from X-Men's or from uh, Wolverine. Wolverine's body. Right. So he gets so fed up he wipes Magneto's mind, but then some part of Magneto's mind gets left in Charles Xavier. Yeah, it, like yeah. seeds evil. Yeah, yeah he's a crazy storyline. Yeah. He's super powerful. I remember in the beginning he punches Juggernaut from like New York to Toronto or something. <laughs> <laughs> like just yeah. massive power. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember he, that's the same arc. Punch. Yeah. He kills our Iron Man, but he doesn't kill Iron Man. He puts him in a pocket universe, and yeah. a, a teenage Iron Man comes out of that story. And... The worst. Yeah, so yeah. Heroes Reborn got started. Yeah, Heroes Reborn. Yeah. Like, like, Jim Lee doing the art back then. And... Like, cool concept, yeah. just poorly executed yeah. in the comics. Yeah. So something like that would have been really cool to see. I just don't know where they go You're from right, though, Apocalypse. Go? Yeah. Because, I mean, Mr. Sinister, you can't do Mr. Sinister now, because he's kind of more before you do Apocalypse, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's a little bit weaker than, well, it's a lot weaker yeah. Apocalypse. So you're right. I think the only thing you can do is Onslaught. The only know? other story I thought was Magneto and his Genosha Island. Nice. Where he had the Island of Mutants yeah. and maybe it's UN status as a country. And maybe the X-Men, you know, some join and some don't. Yeah. But then you get kind of X3 vibes from yeah. it because that's kind yeah, of the same okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's where I would take the X Men universe, and obviously I get Brian Singer to direct for sure. Yeah, naturally, I'd love to see a Silver Surfer done properly. Too, oh yeah, right? that you could bring him in. Yeah, or just... maybe Galactus. Right? He would. He would. Both of those guys would fit in the last one. I want to. Oh, okay, nice. okay, 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 okay. Nice. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna throw this one out there. I know okay. this 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 event wasn't particularly well received by a lot of people, but I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Secret Invasion. Yes. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, underrated. Yeah, yeah underrated. I agree. Yep. And it's something. So I've been waiting for an after. I know that the scrolls are owned by <laughs> Fantastic or by Fox, oh. and I yeah, was like, Fantastic yeah. Fox. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I know they're owned by them, but yeah. the Chitari are the scrolls of the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Now they've been reintegrated back in, and they weren't a direct adaptation of the Chitari. But I've been waiting for an after credit scene in an MCU movie yes. since Avengers, where. Someone looks at the camera yeah. and their face blips. Yes. And you see oh, a scroll there. Yes. Yeah. And it, that's all you need to see this thing. Yes. That's all you need to do. Sold. Yeah. And it's like, they, again, they did this in Earth's Mighty Spirit. Yes. Yeah. So well. With Cap. Yeah. Cap. Oh, Cap. brilliant. Yeah, he was a scroll for like half a season, season or something. Yeah. Because yeah. they're yeah. shapeshifters, right? Yeah. They can yeah. take the form of any hero. Or... Yeah. But yeah, I think this is such a cool, like, and you have like the slow invasion over like 10 movies or something, eight wow. movies or something, yeah. where you just see seeds of this planted every yeah, so often, right? So Because in the comics when they had this, it was eventually Hank Pym and Iron Man when Elektra got killed. Yes. They, they took her body and her body morphed back into the scroll. Exactly. Like how cool would that be as another end credit scene, yeah. right? Yeah. You get this seeded through and then someone dies, say Rhodey dies in yeah. Civil War, right. yeah. and they bring his body back and he's a scroll. Oh, <laughs> that'd be huge. Mind blown. Yeah. So they use this, they use this okay. as a mechanism to bring back a lot of characters, yeah. saying that the characters were killed, they were actually scrolls, and yeah. They, yeah. they were actually, the scrolls had had them captured and stuff like that. Yeah. So you could use that, but I thought it'd be a really cool way to weave in a much larger story for sure into the cinematic universe that you could take beyond your Thanos and stuff like Definitely. that. Definitely, right? yeah. Definitely, and, I like that. And yeah. you have the Super Scroll, yeah, or I guess whoever you have the rights to. Yeah, so they don't yeah. have the rights to this. So, yeah. but I don't know if they could have done it with the Chitari because they're basically the same thing. Yeah, but yeah. They didn't really use that the Chitari in the right way. Yeah, but I thought that would be really cool. And another thing that played heavily into this was the concept of the Illuminati. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. How cool to be to have an MC and I'm still hoping that this can happen. You know yes. it, it it's a bit contrived to have like this, you know, group of super humans or whatever that control kind of everything. So I wouldn't want them to go retcon things back. Like the reason that this happened was because the Illuminati made yeah. it happen. And they did do that in the comics. They went all the way back to like the Kree Squirrel Wars. And right. they, sh- they showed that the Illuminati had their hands in kind of everything. everything. They were responsible mm-hmm. for this. They were responsible for that. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to just have Illuminati kind of form out of say a civil war or yeah. something like that. And they're kind of controlling things or f- maybe form out of uh, an Infinity War or something like that. Yeah. And they're kind of in the background. They're kind of doing things. They're the ones, because in the comics, they're the ones that send Hulk into space. Yes. Yeah. And this concept of having, because it's like, I can't remember the original ones, but like the more current version is like Xavier. Yeah. Black Panther. Black Panther. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange Black Bolts, Reed Richards, yeah. and Tony Stark. Tony Stark, And yeah. Cap's kind of in the, out of there. And then you get some other characters kind of throughout. Yeah. I think it'd be just really cool oh. to have kind of this. And it's, again, these are just, most of these concepts are just little, little end credit scenes, yep. right? Yeah. You just have, like, you know, Tony's walks into a room and sitting there, like, you just pan over and sitting there at a table yeah. is Doc Strange, yeah. T'Challa. Yeah. But, like, because you have the, the rights to the majority yeah, of these of characters, right? Yeah. yeah. Exception yeah. of Reed Richards. And, uh, and Xavier, that's Xavier, it. Yeah. And yeah. And they have. So you could have, like, this, like, power group yeah that you know is like okay guys you know we're here to solve the problem of the hulk yes something yeah. like that yeah. just an end credit and boom you're done exactly and you know there's your illuminati you're yeah. getting seeds of different stories stuff like that i would love to see oh. that to the big, on the big screen that that, that's, so those are two of my favorite yeah. things yeah. and 
again, there's something they don't have to have a movie. They could just be small seeds once in a while, right? Yeah. Just, and just for the fans and just kind of you know building something because at some point they have to start building a post Infinity War yeah. Yeah. Um, slate, right? Yeah. Like what do you do? And this is the same thing with the X Men universe. Yeah. Stuff. What do you do after you go through your big bad? Exactly. Like yeah. the person you've been building to for what like it's gonna be like 15 20 movies or something yeah. by the time they get to um infinity war yeah. so yeah. this is the kind of stuff i'd love to see them start to see yeah i really do hope by then though we i say we like i'm with marvel studios <laughs> but i hope marvel studios has uh, if you're listening <laughs> yeah. if they have their rights back to fantastic four because i think the way their deal works is if they don't make a movie Within every four or five years, those it's two years. Oh, it's I think. two. Okay, I think awesome. the X Men's two years. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I think, or that's start production or something like that. It goes right back to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And at this rate, there's no way those guys are going to make any Fantastic Four movies. So, well, let's not hold up back, hope here. <laughs> those things are coming if, back. If they, if they get the rights back, we could, you know, possibly see Doctor Doom, and Doctor Doom would be such a great oh movie. yeah, yeah, phenomenal, yeah. unreal. Doctor Doom in MCU, yeah, It'd be great. Yeah, jeez, kind of brings yeah. me to my. MCU one would have been Secret Wars. Nice. The no-brainer. Bring back Fantastic Four. Yeah. And maybe have them set up as kind of outsiders. Yeah. So you have Doctor Doom, you have Galactus, you have Mole Man or whoever else is a big villain's Silver Surfer mm-hmm. one side. And then you need the rest of the MCU on the other side. Yeah. Because those are some big villains. Those are the biggest villains in the MC universe. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's, that's where I would go. I Maybe even get Fox in on this. Be like, hey guys, never, <laughs> <laughs> never say never. Yeah, you're Bret right, Hart you're returned right. to wrestling, <laughs> so to the WWF. So never say that. never. I'd love to see. I just, I just, I hear so much. Uh, like Sony and Marvel have a decent relationship, but Fox and Marvel do not get along. No, yeah. we did get a DC versus Marvel comic, so it's not yeah. out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, that's, true. that's true. And Hugh Jackman wants to do it. You yeah. know, Green talks. So this movie would be two, three billion yeah. if you threw in. X-Men, you threw in Spider-Man, you threw in Fantastic Four, you threw in Iron Man and Captain America, yeah. Secret Wars. But then how do you... See, the funny thing is, how do you decide who wins? How do you decide it's okay to have Captain America punch Cyclops in the face? Yeah. Like, yeah. who decides that, right? It's... The it's fans! The yeah. <laughs> the fans yeah. Excelsior! <laughs> I would love to see it happen. So, going to the cosmic side of things. Cool. Yeah. One of my favorite events of all time yeah. dazzler yes <laughs> t swift step up she's supposed to be playing dazzler <laughs> can we all agree that's a brilliant idea it is it's yeah. fantastic marketing <laughs> annihilation cool so this is the the cosmic event that kicked off and i've talked about this i know almost continually when we talk about our favorite comic book lines. Um, it's 2006, 2007 event. It has happened during Civil War yeah. and happened outside of the knowledge of Avengers, of X Men, all sorts of stuff. So, Annihilus from the Negative Zone basically starts invading with the big annihilation waves, starts invading the galaxy. And you essentially have all of the different planets the Krees, the Skrulls. You know, you get all the, the Guardians kind of not as the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're acting as basically one giant army, like this big galactic army against the annihilation wave. And they're just getting decimated mm-hmm. and it's such a cool story like and you have continu- continuity through you know four different mini series that go with it 
and you get spinning out of that Annihilation Conquest and eventually the Guardians of the Galaxy. But just this, the, this idea and concept of this massive kind of galactic cool. battle yeah. where, you're, where you're having these natural enemies like the Krees, the Skrulls, and some of these other guys. And there, there's you know little units that are mixtures of Krees, Skrulls, of the different Chitauri, like not Chitauri in that, but you could have that in the MCU. And just all these different planets banding together nice. to mm-hmm. fight this kind of massive galactic scale war. I just cool. think it'd be really cool. Like I... I kind of imagine a bit like not as campy, but like Starship Troopers. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're, having, yeah. you're sending out these big waves, and they're fighting these giant bugs, and yeah. Stuff like that. Nice. It's just I thought a really cool concept, and like I'd highly recommend going and checking out uh, Annihilation because it's really what kicks off yeah. Marvel Cosmic again, and that's awesome. something you could stick out into the out into the the cosmos and that of the MCU and not really affect what's going right on. on right? Yeah, and so it'd be so a cool, cool concept to go forward. You'd have like the Inhumans in there, maybe too, eh? Yeah, you yeah. could. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, awesome. And what about? In, I know you read this, and I think Troy, you read this too. Uh, the recent event, Infinity. Yeah, I was just oh, thinking that if you yeah. can combine that with Infinity yeah. War, where Thanos has some sort of other event taking place in space, and then yeah. Thanos takes that opportunity to go to Earth unguarded. Exactly. You could have this the Annihilation yeah. Wave. Yeah. So it's in the comics, Infinity. I think it's 2013. Yeah, is you have the Builders and the Avengers leave Earth yeah. to fight with kind of a, a galactic army, and well, that's happening, this big battle against the builders, you have Thanos be like, okay, there's right for the taking. I'm yeah. going after oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. And he invades Earth and takes over Earth. Oh, yeah. 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 And so how cool I, yeah, how cool would so that be? Cool. So cool. Yeah. Just, you know, part of me thinks that something like this is going to, not me not quite on the galactic scale, but with the, you know, Thanos entering the picture in Earth, like something's happened. Like, okay, the Avengers are gone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my time to come to Earth, take right? It. And yeah. take it. Definitely. Because we, we, we've lost these people that since Avengers we've been fighting with, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I think they're going to be taking a little bit from this. Yeah. I yeah. think this event, because this is a really well done event. Yeah, it's it is. Really oh, yeah. yeah, you said yeah it's a, a Hickman event, and so it's really dense writing. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think it's, you know, this is something that you could weave in. And out of this spins the Inhumans, right? Because yeah. Black yeah. Bolt sets off the Turgina bomb. Stuff like that, so you could see very similar things with this, but yeah. something, some sort of combination of infinity and annihilation, I think, would be really cool. Be Just, really cool. I'd love yeah. to see you know, we have these great superheroes on earth, I'd love to see more of what's going on outside, like in the, you know, in the galaxy. And this Definitely. is where you could bring in a silver surfer, yeah, or yeah. a Galactus sort of yeah. threat, or something yeah. like that. Something I want to see an enormous scale, like I'm thinking like Star Wars enormous battle scale, right? Right? Yeah, right? right? You have. You know, think Return of the Jedi, but with Marvel characters in the sense that you have a ground battle going on on a planet. You have a space yeah. battle going yeah. on in space. And then you have maybe a more personal battle going on with, like, a Star-Lord and a Thanos or something yeah. like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Just, like, all these battles going on at the same time. But this is contained within the, kind of the MCU. Oh, no, right? You huge. have Silver Surfer yeah. flying all over oh, the yeah. place. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, Thanos' lieutenants and yeah. all this kind of stuff. I think you could do something really cool. That'd be, with that'd that, be awesome. this kind of concept. See all those heroes in one film. Yeah. Or probably a two-part or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's probably a three-part. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it would be an enormous movie, yeah. right? Yeah. But like this, I'm talking like cosmic scale is what I'd like to see on this. Yeah. That's probably $750 million in production <laughs> budget. Production budget. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Because that, that Infinity you're talking about, was that one written just after the, the little Thanos short yeah, short so it's kind of written all at the same story. time, right? Yeah, those, that was a great one too. Yeah, yeah just explaining. Awesome. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. So it kind of yeah, he come he's come to Earth and he's kind of looking for all his son and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I had one more. It's kind of smaller. It was just an, it was another Spider-Man one. It nice. was uh, the death of Gene DeWolf. It's a detective that Spider-Man's pretty close to because 
if you guys know much about, well, obviously everyone knows Spider-Man doesn't really have the closest friends or allies with the police services, but he has this one detective that he's pretty close with, but you find out she's actually corrupt and she actually gets killed. Ooh. So Spider-Man goes out on a, his own kind of hunt for, I think, the Sin Eater, who's initially killed her. But you also get Matt Murdock on there, who's kind of trying to ground Peter Parker, Spider-Man himself, and Spider-Man losing that edge, that great power comes great responsibility. So it'd be a kind of neat way to bring Matt Murdock into the to the movies. I don't know if they'll ever do that, but it's that's just cool. the kind of smaller one, a little small-scale kind of movie. Cool. But, yeah. Well, if you guys out there listening have any sort of ideas that you think would be really cool for them to adapt either arcs or characters they can see in the MCU or the DCCU, you know, let us know. Maybe we'll discuss it in the next couple of podcasts. Yeah, send us an email, tweet, Facebook. Well, do we have Facebook? We're on Facebook. Instagram us? <laughs> tweet us on uh, Twitter, I guess. Um, hashtag enter the nerd room. Yeah, yeah. let it trend. So before we finish off, should we do some of our challenge in the spirit of March Madness? I think it's a great idea. So we have all these pools and all that kind of stuff going on. Everyone that loves basketball and all that sort of stuff. So we, we set this you know, a couple episodes back. We set up this um, ongoing contest of champions, as yes. we called it. Uh, we're battling out 100 of the, the top comic book movies. And so we're at round two here. So you can catch us at uh, www.challenge.com backslash the nerd room. Um, I'll throw it up on the, the info in our um, description. All right, we're going to bulldoze through some of these. Cool. All right, All we'll right. start at the top. Okay. Started at the top, now we hit. <laughs> so what's the number one? Dark Knight vs. Change Man and Charles 2. Duh. <laughs> Dark Knight. Dark Knight. <laughs> Dark Knight. Men in Black vs. Rocketeer. Uh, Men in Black 1. Men in yeah. Black. Men in Black. Men in Black. Spider-Man 1 vs. Flash Gordon. Oh. oh. Gordon's alive? <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus Spawn. Ooh, Scott Pilgrim. Me. I'm going to go Spawn. Cool. Scott Pilgrim. Cool. Wow. Okay, so we're going to have to uh, get, as you said, we needed three votes to get this one to move on. So send in your picks for that one, and that one might move on. Spider-Man 2 versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. X-Men versus Wanted. X-1. Oh. Ooh. X-Men. 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 Yeah. Batman Begins versus Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Server. Mm. <laughs> Begins? They have a dance scene of Batman Begins. <laughs> Batman Begins. <laughs> Kingsman versus Blade. Wow. Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm yeah. Go Blade. That's tough. Though. Yeah, that's she's. I mean, go Kingsman. And cool. Kingsman too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, yeah okay. those, that's a good yeah, one. Those are good. Send yeah. in your uh, awesome. answers. Yeah. Avengers versus three hundred. Rise of the Empire. <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. Avengers. The Amazing Spider-Man number one versus the Wolverine. Oh. oh I'm going Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, shocker yes. there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah shocker. Eh? I'm going Wolverine. <laughs> oh, it's all coming down to me. You know, I think I am going to go Amazing Spider-Man. Cool. I just felt the stakes were higher nice. in that one. Yeah. Sin City versus Dread 3D. Oh. oh. That's a good one, too. Wow. Sin City. Sin City 1? Yeah. Yeah, Sin City for me. Sin City, yeah. I'm going to go Dread. Cool. Yeah. cool. I felt Sin City dragged on a little bit in the middle. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Age of Ultron versus The Crow. Age of Ultron. Age, Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. X-Men Days of Future Past versus Punisher Warzone. Da- X-Men. Yeah, Days yeah. of Future Past. Yeah. Watchmen versus 300. Oh, the Whoa. Zack Snyder Bowl. Whoa, this is tough. <laughs> this is good. Uh <sighs> Man, I'm gonna go Watchmen. I'm Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. There you go. It was a tight nice. one, that but is, yeah. that was Watchmen. Tough one. Superman two versus Constantine, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> the Deuce. Yeah. Spider Man two. <laughs> <You're> Superman. <laughs> That's what I meant. 
<laughs> v for Vendetta versus Batman Returns. Oh, wow. Ooh, Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Uh, v for Vendetta. Cool. Yeah. Ooh. Guardians of the Galaxy versus Men in Black 2. Ooh, Guardians. Here <laughs> comes the Guardians. Uh, I was going to say, Galaxy. Say. <laughs> you should have seen the look on Tim's face. <laughs> I was going to slap you. <laughs> he just slapped away my Batman action figure. Red versus Men of Steel. Oh, Men of Steel. Men of Steel. Oh, yeah. Ant Man versus Cowboys and Aliens. Ant Man. Ant Man. Batman versus Blade 2, Batman 89. Oh, oh man. Batman 89. 89, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't make me choose. I'm going to go Batman 89. Nice. Yeah. Superman 78 versus X Men Last Stand. Oh. Superman, Superman. 1. Superman yeah. 1, yeah. yeah. Thor versus The Mask. Ooh, Ooh The Mask. What? Yeah, I love the mask. I wasn't big on Thor one. I like Thor two, but the mask I thought was brilliant for what yeah. they did. It was hilarious. It was, it was, it was yeah. good. I'll give yeah. you that. But it's still Thor. They had the figures. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying Thor. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go Thor on this yeah, one. But cool. the mask yeah. was pretty I good too. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Dark Knight Rises versus Fantastic Four 2005. Ooh, tough one. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. FF. <laughs> What? Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh my god! I just about slapped your Ant Man. <laughs> you tell your girl is an Ant Man, and then it grows into Giant Man. <laughs> there it is. I'm gonna miss this for the next oh couple weeks. <laughs> Hellboy two versus Incredible Hulk. What was that one? Hellboy two versus Incredible. Hulk. Oh, Incredible oh. Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. I'm gonna go Hellboy two. Guillermo. Yeah. Iron Man versus Green Hornet. Oh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man 3 versus Kick-Ass. Oh, Kick-Ass for me. Kick-Ass. Yeah. Tim? I'm torn. Yeah. <laughs> is Iron Man out or is it still having yeah. hopes? Iron Man 3 is a... I'm going to get Kick-Ass. Oh, oh! Really <laughs> Iron Man. Call yeah. him Rust Man. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that one's uh, going to hurt me later, I, I would imagine. <laughs> X2 versus Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, that's the I second we one? Did it. Amazing Spider-Man oh, 2? Or? I might have messed that up. No, I think it's the second one. There must oh, be that... Amazing Spider-Man 2, that one, eh? Uh, nope. I must have messed up. The other one must have been... Oh, yeah, it is Amazing Spider-Man Okay. Yeah. You are correct, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for me, X2. Yeah. X2. X2, yeah. yeah. Iron Man 2 versus Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, this one's going to be hotly debated. Ooh, I'm going with Cap. Really? I'm gonna... I liked Iron Man 2 a lot, but Cap, especially after seeing Winter Soldier, just makes you appreciate Captain America with number one more. For me, so I'm going with Cap. We can go Iron Man too. Nice, nice. Yeah. I love that one. I yeah, like it way more than. I three. think it's underrated. A lot yeah, of people definitely. hate on it, but yeah, I, know. I think I it's a pretty one. solid, entertaining movie. I really like that one. I agree. It's underrated. Yeah. Iron Man two, and I, it does a lot of universe building. Yeah, I have to go Cap one. Oh, yeah. look at that! The two yeah. team Caps over here. <laughs> you know, Troy. I forgot to ask you because you're such a uh, big Spider Man guy. Does oh, yeah. that sway your allegiance towards Team Iron Man? Yeah, it did. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. you mean the dark? But, but, but I'm hoping Spidey's gonna like you know join Cap after. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry, man. See the light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, last couple here. Winter Soldier versus Daredevil 2003. Oh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Deadpool versus Thor: The Dark World. Oh, that's a oh, tough Deadpool one. Yeah. yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. Yeah. You know what that sets up for the next round? Captain America: Winter Soldier versus Deadpool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's going to have to be debated. That's like that a whole episode. Yeah, nice. <laughs> X-Men First Class versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, some mod or another. doesn't matter the which one. one. It uh, would still be X-Men for me. I'm going with Turtles. Wow. Oh, wait, First Class. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Last Stand. No. <laughs> Definitely First Class. Yeah, yeah. First Class. First Class. Yeah. And our last one here, Hellboy versus Big Hero 6. Oh, Big Hero 6. We're going to go Hellboy. Yeah, Hellboy cool. too. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. 
All right, that wraps it up for round two. Nice. So yes. round three here coming up is the big one, or one of the big ones. Like Sanjay mentioned, they're going to have Winter Soldier versus Deadpool, and there's going to be a couple other hotly contested matchups. Cool. Yeah, looking so, forward to it. Yeah, we're going to try to, maybe we'll try to hammer some of these out. We'll have to have Sanjay pass on some of his Well, I don't hope I don't votes. pass on. No, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> once Sanjay dies, then we'll continue. I'll rephrase that. So it doesn't sound so much like I'm counting on his death to finish this. Yeah. This um, is what we meant by last episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Little did you know. <laughs> Surprise, uh, everyone. Yeah, I'll post those back up. All, all the votes here, I'll go back through and we'll look for, for our listener input here. And we'll, we'll get going on those and we'll jump into the third round cool. sometime soon but maybe before the end of march madness here so make sure you guys put in your list because as tim said we need three votes to move on for a specific movie so if you're a fan of iron man 2 you know get your list in there if you're a fan of cap one get your list in there so we can get that third vote and get the correct movie to move on so we got a busy couple weeks ahead of us here guys oh, so yeah. we've got daredevil dropping this week yes. okay when's that so that's friday it drops yeah, 18th interesting yeah. they dropped it on a friday yeah so yeah. it's for the weekend yeah, it's um, ready for Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to be reviewing that next week. Yes. Sanjay's going to be taking a little sabbatical here. Yes. So we wish him all the best. Yeah. Thank you very and much, guys. And his family yeah, from the nerd room great. here. Thank you. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing the little one. Maybe yeah. having Special them podcast. on the show. Special podcast, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then following that, we got Batman vs. Superman. So potentially the return of Sanjay to the podcast yeah. as we review that the following Might week. Might be a phone call in. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we can do the yeah. phone call in for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll see if we can get uh, maybe another special guest on yeah. to do Batman vs. Superman. Then we're moving into con season. So we got the mm-hmm. Calgary Entertainment Comic and Entertainment Expo coming up here. Yeah. We do have media passes for cool. that. So we will nice. hopefully be doing some interviews with some of the guests. Who did you con into giving us media passes? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Tim from Marvel. I would like to attend your comic and entertainment expo. These are legit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some some cool people showing up. We got uh, Michael Day, the guy that plays Luke Cage, yeah. Stan Lee, Charles Soule. Uh-huh. So a lot of good creators, a lot of interesting uh, media guests as well. We'll be running around the floor for for a couple days yeah. we'll give you guys updates via twitter and stuff like that so we'll give you a little more information as the time gets closer as to you know we still have to submit who we want to interview and right. the likelihood of us getting anyone is quite slim still but yeah. hopefully maybe we'll get to interview at least a few creators yeah yeah absolutely so be lots of fun so we'll be posting that and then we got civil war we're going to be doing a civil war review of the comic book series and then we'll be doing this the Civil War movie review as yeah. well. So we have a busy couple months coming up here, yeah. guys, and lots yeah. to look forward to on the podcast. Yep. A lot of fun and a shout out to uh, Izzy out there for coming in last episode. Yes. Yeah, greatly appreciated. That's a that's a great run. So thanks We're again standing. for showing up. Standing ovation. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's fun. Yeah, we'll love talking Star Wars. Yeah, we'll definitely have Izzy back here sometime very soon. Yeah. We're gonna talk Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Star Trek. They're going into reshoots actually again. The re- yeah. Movie, so. Yeah. Good luck, Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. For the nerd room, I'm Tim. I'm Sanjay. I'm Shory. And thank you for entering the nerd room. We missed that last time. That kind of sounded like a cat that time. Can we re- try that again? Okay, no, ready? I'm leaving this all No, no, no. Yeah, ready? Let's I'm try this I'm again. Not any of this out. Are you running over a cat now? <laughs> I'm rusty. I missed last week. <laughs> all right, guys, we're out. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. 
You can find our hosts, Tim, Sunday, and Troy, on Twitter at TheNerdRM, 1912 Podcasting, and Troy, the boy 87 